0: Time's ready. Recorded live. Hello, folks. This is Michael Adams from Nothing But The Truth, One Man's Journey to Find It. It is September the 4th, 2015, and, uh, yep, we're going to do a show here. I told everyone that I wasn't going to do a show, that I was taking a break so that I could move inspect of my stuff and move and focus on other things, but uh, I met it. a gentleman uh, yesterday named Luke McKee, and uh, I saw him on Dave's show. Let's go here so I don't say it wrong here. Okay, um, sorry for the delay here. Uh, okay, so... Dave was doing a show, just out of the blue, I guess that's how he does it, just like me. Um, Out of darkness into the light, and all of a sudden, this gentleman, Luke McKee, that's M-C-K-E-E, showed up and started talking about a very important topic. Now, for those of you who have been listening to my show this week, you know that we did a show uh, with Gordon Comstock on Tuesday about... Huxley's Brave New World, and we gravitated to the realization that just about every page, every other page, was about sexual perversion and deviancy, and that he was promoting the whole idea of four year olds having sex. Then the next day, and this is very draining for me, I don't like this topic. it really uh, is painful to me and my soul. I don't like dealing with this, but I realize it needs to be done. Then we did a, a show of uh, a recording from a 1981 documentary, Elite Child Sex Slaves, a forgotten documentary that you can find on com on T-O-B-B TV and I don't know, I guess this is a topic that we need to deal with, especially with what's going to be ramping up. Uh, we see that the Pope is coming to have a joint session of Congress, in, this, in the Senate in a couple of weeks, and they're going to have a uh, uh, their program for the family. And, of course, you know that most of these gentlemen in the cloth, if you will, have problems with homosexuality and pedophilia. And they're the ones are going to try to tell us, what it means to raise our family and other ones, along with others, and we're going to learn about that tonight, uh, that have been promoting this perverse, wicked, satanic agenda of making it legal, acceptable, socially, uh, politically, legally to have sex with children. I find it disgusting. I find it revolting. I find it to be one of the most nasty things that a human being could even think of. And when uh, this gentleman, Luke, was talking, I said, you know, this has to be the Spirit of God working with me because <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it. We were talking about other subject matter on that show, and then Luke shows up. So here we are. We're going to support Luke in his endeavors. He, him and his uh, I guess he's got some uh, really important things to share. Uh, Luke comes from another part of the, the world. He comes from Australia, and I believe is living in Asia. We'll talk about that. So right now I have uh, Luke muted, but he will be talking here shortly. Once again, people, I know you don't want to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. And uh, but I, I I ask you to please consider what we are facing globally doesn't matter if it's America, um, Britain, Australia, New Zealand, wherever it is, there is a group of people, of men and women, who think and want it to be legal to abuse children. And it gives me worse than that. And it's been historical now. It's been going on for thousands of years. So with that, I'm going to introduce you, folks, to Luke. Luke, how are you doing?
1: Ah, uh, hello there. How are you?
0: Well, I think I, you have to explain you to explained how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is a very, it is a very
1: disgusting topic. And like you, I never wanted to be involved uh, with the gays. There used to be protest. Once upon a time, I used to be a regular, indifferent. Um, this is a, this is a long, long time ago. Regular, indifferent, a- atheist Australian. I saw Reverend Fred Niles posted the gay Mardi protesting the gay Mardi Gras, and I I saw the queers. I didn't want to have anything to do with either side. And then my life was turned upside down by two special gay and lesbian liaison officer uh, police coming to my front door and uh, framing up charges against me so an illegal immigrant could get a visa. But the main thing we'll be talking about today, unfortunately, is pedophilia normalisation and some, a proxy of the gay police and the gay establishment is actually in court, as of yesterday, suing my father. They're doing gay mafia tactics to come after and run my own family out of my country as well as me. I'm a political refugee with documentation from the UNHCR in Hong Kong as a refugee before even Snowden went there, and I have a true story a real story with real names about what the gay mafia and even the satanic cult, the OTO, is doing in league with the gay mafia uh, with names, details, and it's a true story. And um, people have been jailed for religious vilification of the satanic cult, the OTO. And the Pope himself is saying we need to have religious vilification laws Yet the only people to use those laws in Australia and the state of Victoria in the last 10 years were Muslims and the OTO satanic cult. And um, at the last election in Australia, uh, the Prime Minister promised to remove section... It's known in Australia, it's just 18C, but it's 18C of the uh, Racial and Religious Vilification Act, a federal act in Australia... And um, it didn't get removed because of the Sydney siege incident, and they didn't want to offend the Muslims too much, and they wanted to reduce terror by leaving that law on the books to scare people not into vilifying Islam, which obviously deserves a fair bit of vilification. And um, the 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 these these tribunals that are jailing people—they say they're not a court. They argue they're not a court when people say they're unconstitutional. Because under Chapter 3 of the Australian Constitution, no court shall regulate political free speech. Yet they can jail people for contempt of court. And, and how can something that's not a court jail you for contempt of court? I do not know. But that has happened in the case of Viviane Legg and Dyson Devine versus David Bottrell, a head of this, um, he's involved in the head of a couple of departments. In the Australian Federal Government Department of Immigration. You can call him on the switchboard there and speak to him if you don't believe me. And he's also head of the OTO in Australia. And he's he sued every anti-pedophile charity in Australia I know of, except Bravehearts. He sued um, uh, the CSAAP, the and Dr. Rena Mickelson, PhD. He sued... Uh, uh, Truth just recently sued Truth News. He sued uh, Luke's com, an anti-pedophile organization. And he sued uh, LoveForLife.com.au, a, uh, a Christian site, um, after the Australian jury has also uh, threatened. So in this story, you'll hear about uh, Jewish links, uh, satanic OTO links, and and gay police, and their man, their proxy, Gary Burns, who's a calls himself an anti-discrimination campaigner but even the gays on national TV are disgraced by his antics and call him a serial litigant or in, under British law he would be known as a vect- vexatious litigant and his prime target for suing anyone is suing anybody who crit- criticises acts of homosexual pedophilia. In my father's case my father is accused of the crime of criticising two published gay marriage activists now in US jails for, with 40 year, 38 years left on their sentence. You can check on the BOP.gov inmate finder for sexual penetration of a 20 month old Russian infant that inspired the um, Russian democracy to make a unanimous vote to stop foreign gays buying their children after the tragedy of this child sexual abuse. And Gary Burns has sued two people for the crime of criticising this incident, which we'll talk about. And, the, and one of the person who's being sued, John sunho has had the first of his kind, a res, uh, first of, a legal precedent, a restraining order against criticising all gay pedophiles on this earth. If he breaks this restraining order for criticising gay pedophiles... For example, taking the latest story from only this week in Thailand when two gay men broke their gay marriage vows to have um, polygamous sex with an underage uh, rent boy prostitute, he would be jailed for the crime of criticising that because if, and if something is a crime to criticise. Once upon a time there was a Spanish inqu- Inquisition done by the Jesuit priests, it was crime to criticise the Catholic Church. So the general feeling was that the Catholic Church was always right and you couldn't say there was anything wrong with it. Uh, now, that suggested that the Catholic Church was all that was good and pure. Now, the same is happening with pedophilia. If you can't say it's wrong, then we've got three judges in the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Appeals Tribunal ruling you can't say anything is, uh, is wrong with a, with a baby being sodomized. And in other words, they're saying it's right. This 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 what we'll be talking about in detail today is a, is a gay mafia normalising pedophilia with real examples, real case law. This is happening now. And what your American listeners need to know is that all this gay, all these gay mafia initiatives that are enacted in Australia find their way to America. You have special gay police in Washington, uh, Washington Metro Police Department. They used to have a website called gllu.org. If you Google it, you'll see it used to exist. It's referred all over the place. Gay and lesbian liaison unit. Segregated gay apartheid law enforcement officers. Once upon a time in South Africa... They, deemed, they believed a white man was more civilised than a black man and only a white officer could be officer in charge of an investigation brought on by a white person against a black. Now in Australia, New Zealand and Washington DC, if an elite homosexual points their... I was going to say feces-covered finger at you... <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> I was going to say it and, uh, more poetically than that. If uh, an elite homosexual points their finger at you, a normal police, regular rank-and-file officers, the boys in blue, the thin blue line, are all deemed too inferior and uncivilised and too insensitive to the needs of the elite homosexual. So only an officer with homosexual investigative bias can be officer in charge of the investigation and having gays which I believe have a mental illness and guns is a cause for concern knowing what I, what I know about what what those kind of people are capable of and my original matter in Australia proved that gay police would pervert the course of justice and not pick up an innocent man's CCTV alibi because it would exonerate the heterosexual and incriminate the homosexual. All this happened back in 2007, and, in two, and uh, you know I, I, I was framed up. I went in court. I did a freedom of information request to get information on not only the, uh, the misconduct of the police officer taking this false statement from the gay neighbour and not not uh, verifying my alibi, but the other thing was I received death threats threatening to execute my entire family in the post. The Freedom of Information request showed to me that the, uh, uh, the offer, the office, an officer working with the gay police had perverted the course of justice, sorry, had done a false entry on the public registrar and destruction of evidence regarding the death threat and had put on the computer system, Mr. McKee does not want to take the matter further. When the person I was complaining against, I already had an AVO proceedings against and a female magistrate concurred the death threat was sent from them, and that person was trying to frame me up and put me in jail. So it's like, oh, no, you know, I just want to go to jail. I don't want to defend myself. Yeah, right. So obviously that was a lie, and that was uh, you know, a crime the police gay, the associate of the gay police did. is now a detective. She was then Senior Sergeant Michelle Ritchie. Now she's a um, detective, a senior detective. And mm. in the last 10 years, she's been promoted. Now... I got evidence. She baited me into the police station once she found out about the FOI to come pick up the, uh, the original copy of the death threat that was going to be given a, what she said to be a NIN hydrant fingerprint uh, examination. And uh, I showed up with a, a, someone who had police family or police in their, in their relatives, and she refused to show up. And uh, I, was on the, I realized I was on the police surveillance, so I left the country. And um, I caught up my old neighbours to see how they were going with their problem with the police. And, uh, you know, they had won their matter because the police had sided with a woman-beater, couldn't keep them, himself out of jail before the court act. And where all this all went down with me being framed up by an illegal immigrant after a visa recording two gay police is actually 16 William Street Leichhardt, which was used in the filming of a movie that was even released in America, uh, Square the movie. It's not a very popular film, but it was released by Village Roadshow in America. And you can look up the house on uh, Google Earth, and you can see it, and you can see what's next door, the old Cyclops toy stores, and you can watch the movie, and it was there. And the filming was delayed because this woman beater was making so much noise, and the cops sided with the woman beater, beater against my witnesses and my matter, my, my friendly neighbours. And uh, so I called them up to see what's going on and how they're going with the court case, They tell me five detectives forced the door of my house open with a baseball bat. So you know, I did a very, very clever act. I called up the court register and said, "Look, all my neighbours are being deposed by my barrister X Y Z, John Medley QC, and um, I want to know. uh, I want to get a copy of the search warrant." And he goes, "There's no search warrant." I go, "Yes, there was. The police went in and got him, kicked the door open, and..." You know, we've got witnesses. And he goes, oh, he, then he said, oh, there was a search warrant, but it wasn't executed. And I go, well, how do I know about it then? You, <laughs> you've got three days to comply with the law. Here's my fax number. I got the search warrant in my possession. It says on it, Australia's rarest crime and first domestic terrorist gang law with only two convictions before me, and that information isn't public. I had to do a custom query. Uh, like a, uh, to the New South Wales Bureau of Criminal Statistics and Research. It's the crime of obtaining true personal information on a law enforcement officer. So, like you, the point I'm trying to make is I didn't want to get in conflict with the gays. They came to my front door. Gays with guns came to my front door and involved me in their filthy, disgusting world that I have had to investigate as a matter of um, understanding thy thy enemy. And in 2009, when I was in China, um, some uh, clown contacted me on Facebook and started stalking me on his first contact. He dropped the name of Deputy Commissioner Catherine Burns, who was in charge of internal affairs. At the time I made the complaint, now she's head of the New South Wales Police uh, Counter Terrorism Force.
2: No.
1: And um, now that same man, my stalker since 2009, is suing my father for making a comment online about the, the, how much more likely homosexuals are to be pedophiles. My dad didn't, my dad didn't say that as an opinion. He did some maths. He linked to the US Library of Congress PubMed website. If your listeners were the type PubMed is one word, homosexuality, pedophilia. And then he the CDC in America and also very, as of recently the Australian Bureau of Statistics have confirmed what actual percentage of the population the gay minority group is. Now, gay means happy and lesbian means someone from the Isle of Lesbos in Greece. But um, homosexual was originally coined to replace the word in the Prussian penal code meaning boy rapist or um, boy ravisher is the more politically correct translation. So I don't know what to call them. But um, the Bible, the The answer you're about to tell me is Sodomite. So for the rest right. of this show, we'll call them <laughs> sodomites because that is the only correct word that describes uh, what they do, which is, um, you know... And ironically, uh, Gary Burns, we talk about all the people he sued, not just my father, John Sunhol. He goes after Catholics. He goes after all types of Christians. But it isn't, it isn't him, I believe. I believe he is a, just a mentally handicapped uh, patsy and uh, proxy a, a, a tool to, to be used by the court itself. And we'll explain our hypothesis for that later on in the show. So, um, yeah, these, my, the comment my dad made, right, is he just did the processing. In IT, we say input, processing, output. He did the processing and the output. The input was that medical study... And the claim, the universally accepted claim now by government agencies in your country and mine, that only 3% of the population are gay. Yet 30% of all the child abuse victims or more, 30 or 40%, are male victims of males doing sexual abuse. Now, the, okay. So uh, it comes, my dad just made a public comment that a gay man is three times more likely to abuse the child a child but in his court affidavits he realized he 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 erred on the side of caution a gay male versus a heterosexual male is five times more likely to abuse a child at least and that's from the middle of the road most cited medical study in existence on this earth on the world's largest database of all medical studies published in medical journals and only studies, proper medical studies, uh, been the medical journals, can be used in court. All these psychological opinion pieces that the queers will point to at UC Davis, for example, are meaningless in, in the eyes of the law. Uh, but it won't stop Gary Burns try, because the court is corrupt. But, um, you know, he's even putting that one on his blog, and I'm the one who told him about it. What a clown. So, a homosexual, because less women offend versus a heterosexual, is 10 times more likely to sexually abuse a child. And my dad's affidavits, will, you know, I can't say when they'll be released or if they'll ever see the light of day, but he's, the court knows this now, and yet they're running around jailing people for caring about the welfare of children. We know that Nambler exists, right? The founder of the US gay rights movement, Harry Hay marches in gay pride parades with big signs saying Nambler walks with me. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's in this and uh, Kevin Jennings, Obama's Safe School Czar, and we've copied the whole safe school terminology down in Australia because it's a global agenda. He wrote a textbook for the for American children to study about gay history and only two activists, gay activists, get their own chapters in his book and it's mandated by law in California that every child must learn to love Nambler representative Harry Hay. Look up Gay History Month, Harry Hay, and watch the queers praise him. Okay, so oh. every child is taught, mandated by law, to learn to praise Nambler representatives in America.
0: Hmm.
1: And we'll be, So my dad, in addition to that, he criticised to one American man, Mark J. Newton, who is in jail now in America for 38 years, who hooked up with a Vietnamese man with an Australian passport, Peter Trong, in, uh, in America, went to Australia, then went to Russia, bought a baby for $5,000 US. The child had no biological relation. They, they claimed surrogacy and they, and they were delayed for three or four months trying to get the Australian passport. The Australian government broke the law. This is the same immigration department that employs Satanists in managerial roles, okay? like David Bottrell, OTO, Australia, all day you. The immigration department broke the law to do a DNA test for our surrogacy. In the third world, I can attest that even in the third world, they're doing DNA tests just just for for registering a child that's married to a foreigner now, okay? So they broke the law with less stringent checks in the third world. They broke their own procedure to ensure that this child can get an Australian passport. And then the men come back to Australia and... When they're not touring around the world, they filled up the first child's passports with stamps on a global gay marriage activist baby rape tour. The court transcript from America and the mainstream news, I think it was New York Post. For more information on these men, you can see a video, the most popular video on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com H-O-J-U-R-U-K-U or you can go to tinyurl.com.
0: Are you able to put that in the chat room for me?
1: Yeah, I'll put that in the chat for the description for, you, for your show uh, when you release your podcast. But yeah, we'll, I'll send you a whole bunch of links um, after the show as well so your podcast is really informative. Now, these, very, these men... This is,
0: very, this is very disturbing, very gross, very... Dis- I, 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 it's just the wickedest the wickedest things. And, um, I just, uh, you know, like I told you, uh, people aren't going to show up during the show, but that doesn't mean people aren't going to hear this. People are going to hear this. And, um, we're going to do this again. And we're going to bring this up and bring it up because it's, it's an epidemic and we got a president who's a, he's a homosexual. It's pretty clear that his wife is, is a man. I mean, pretty much. I know it sounds extreme, but the evidence goes the other way than being a woman. We have other presidents since my lifetime that are clearly pedophiles. They've been the linkage between certain, well, the Bushes and uh, et cetera. So this is clearly epidemic. This is clearly an agenda at the very top. And um, you see here in this country they just legalized gay marriage as if it's some kind of wonderful thing. Um, and I have my issues about that. My issues strictly are that we're going uh, down the wrong path morally, and also the fact that when it comes to gay marriage, instead, you know, the, the government itself has no business in our marriage, period. It's a form of tax enslavement and control. And now that they have this opportunity. And it looks like the churches themselves are going to profiteer greatly from it, which goes to show how hypocritical they really are, that they rather make money than stand for what is true and right and to protect our kids. There is overwhelming evidence that homosexuality is linked with pedophilia. You can see that clearly in the priests, the Roman Catholic priests. They've got enough documentation... To see that there's a huge number of homosexuals. There always has been, and they do. It does lead to pedophilia, and so we do need to deal with this because, folks, they're going to attack our kids if you have still children. Are you all right there, man? Yeah,
1: yeah I'm. Sorry, I'm so um, Yeah
0: where is it whatever that was. And, you know, it's it, if you really care about your children, if you're a parent, sounds like, well, I know I am, sounds like you are too, right, Luke? It's fine. Tom?
1: I'm a parent, yes. Well, well,
0: if you're a parent, you need to care about this stuff. If you love your children, you need to protect them. It is, things are going to progressively get wicked, more evil, and we need to stand for what's right and stand for our kids, regardless of what the cost is to ourselves. Now, Stephen, uh, saying that, we'll get back to you, but what do you want to share? Well, um, I, have to, I have to respond to
1: what you said before. I know there's a problem with the Jesuits and the Knights of Malta, and especially that you, looking at the situation in Australia, um, Gary Burns is obsessed with uh, hating on uh, Catholic priests. Now, There is a royal commission into pedophilia and George Pell from the Anglican Church is involved in the controversy for covering up for pedophiles, so it's the Anglican Church as well. And the other thing I want to say is the gay mafia is attacking the Catholic schools right now for Gary Burns' associate, Rodney Crume. And whenever Gary Burns extorts money from a celebrity in New South Wales' jurisdiction, the only, one of the first jurisdictions in the world to have homosexual vilification and victimization law, which you've recently seen being used in Oregon by the Oregon Bureau of Labor and Industry. You've seen them use homosexual discrimination with the, the, the gay wedding cake, the lesbian, lesbian lambada legal deliberately sending a lesbian into the only bakery in Oregon with Bible verses all over their websites, sweet cakes by Melissa. Um, you know, With a judge that's been elected by Obama's top fund bundler in, o- in Oregon, Terry Bean, who has had sex with a 15 year old boy when he's not flying on Air Force One being pictured with Obama. He got the judge Brad Askerson um, elected through, through his uh, charity um, Basic Rights Oregon or Basic Rights on Twitter. And Brad Askerson is like you know, tweeting and saying, hey, all you queers promise to give $1 for every minute or so much money per minute every minute that the Westboro Baptist Church is in town picketing us. So you know, there's clearly a link. And uh, this basic right called Terry Bean, their Queer Hero. Queer Hero is a Boy Rapist. and um, but So the Catholic Church gave a newsletter to schools in Tasmania and now they're being sued for telling children to support traditional marriage. It is literally mm-hmm. a crime to support traditional marriage, and we'll talk about that case later. There's so many different cases that, because this guy's a serial I can think off the top of my head 20 cases he's involved in. So we've got four hours to try and get through it all, uh, what him and his mates are doing. And whenever he, he extorts 2UE, for example, or Channel, um, and uh, I think it was 2UE and Channel 9, Rodney Croom double sued in Tasmanian jurisdiction, and all case all cases settled, and they got money. And um, so, yeah, there are many good Catholic people who are not ministers. One, one is one is an army major, and uh, John Swinhol is a Hillsong church denomination.
0: Actually, the, was, the Catholics are. When it turns out that the Catholics are the greatest crusaders against this of all the groups. Yes. That's because yes. a lot of them suffered from this. A, a, this abuse, this sexual abuse and they're coming out now and they're they're def- they're finally saying enough's enough. So, yeah. yeah so that's uh, why the gays
1: know. are heavily targeting and in Australia, most of the other churches like the Anglican uh, in Parliament, um, the member of the Sydney, Alex Greenwich, forced the par- Parliament to praise this Anglican bishop which was the first gay man to have a divorce in England, uh, Bishop Jean Robinson. <laughs> and he's the same same anal-sexing, filthy, disgusting, fake clergyman that Obama had to, re- to read his prayer breakfast. So there you go. Uh, you know, his Easter prayer breakfast was, was uh, Obama had an anal-sexing uh, sodomite priest to, uh, you know, to represent all of uh, Christianity in America uh, reading the prayer breakfast. And I does not the Gay America blog website. About the food story. So, you know, hey, Alex French forced our parliament to honor this honorable person who nearly broke the story hey, of the architecture that came out. And the Anglican church too, but the
0: Enlightenment church and all the other churches. Hey, hey, that's what actually wants to happen. Luke, 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 yes. Luke, is they're breaking you up? Yes. Do you hear Sorry. it? you hear the interference? No. Uh, bracking you up so i don't know try it again but i don't know um just try it again so yeah yeah, yeah they're, they're 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 attacking us <laughs> this happens every time we have a really important show and i have somebody in that they uh start just interfering with the transmission and all that so um I don't know what you want to do how do you want to deal with this. You got any suggestions how we can Well,
1: um I, I can call into Skype, but I only I, think I only have about 300 minutes left, so I can call in another way. But um is it okay now? Uh yeah, right now it is, but you have Okay, good. Go good, ahead. good. So so um yeah, the, the I was talking about the different denominations and Reverend Bill Cruz of the Uniting Church, the Bill Cruz Foundation, runs a radio show on the mainstream radio station in Sydney and he supports uh, this politician member for Sydney and Clover Moore's puppet. And uh, just let you know how everything's connected, Gary Burns, which we'll be talking mostly about in this show, is a Clover Moore staffer and Clover Moore made sponsored the bill that only got through by one one vote to make to set up this gay thought crime tribunal, the Anti-Discrimination Board of New South Wales that is a bottom feeder for the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Appeal Tribunal that says um, the Constitution doesn't apply to us because we're not a court it will jail people who refuse to obey our orders to apologise and pay money to homosexuals for contempt of court which is what they're doing to a a Catholic woman right now who was prepared to be a Christian martyr, uh, Tess Corbett. And, uh, you know, the queers in the mainstream news, the Paul Bibby, which is even covering my father's case, I'll send you the link to this, is saying, how dare these Christians quote St. Paul in court? How dare the Bible be used as a defence for criminalising homosexuality? How dare people have religious conviction? Yet the law itself says that people have the right to vilify homosexuals if it's based on a religious conviction or religious sermon. So that the court is actually disregarding the law and it's going further than the law ever intended. And the, and, and, so, and the politician introduced it, Clover Moore, so this won't affect political free speech, but the court and the anti Discrimination Board can't. Attack political representatives, media, media people, and also um, people who are pat season first up to fabricate case law, like John Sunhol. You've spoken to the man before I came on, and he is a he is a um, intelligent man. He has a masters and bachelor's degrees, but also he's been disadvantaged by a car crash and a brain injury, and he's not fit to defend himself in court. And he's been denied natural justice and getting a lawyer uh, appointed to him by the state and legal aid. And they have done 70 complaints. Gary has done 70 complaints against this man after first taking over a complaint of another man for profit as an opportunity, Henry Collier, who died from AIDS. So, um... Yeah, this, this whole thing is just obscene. It's just I'm just daunted by how complex the situation is, but we're going to try and strug, struggle through it on this show and expose as much as we can about what's actually happening in Australia. Now, I was talking about the different denominations, and Reverend Bill Cruz was saying that he supports Alex Greenwich's bill to modify the Anti-Discrimination Act to remove... Exemptions from religious schools. Islamic and Catholic schools are the only holdouts because the other, most of the other denominations want to have no problems with gays in Christian schools. Um, hmm. They've been ordered to have a gay subculture of boys kissing and fondling fondling each other up on the place. Playground and most religious schools are either all boys or all girls schools in Australia. They're saying you must have a gay subculture in religious schools. Gay sex will happen in religious schools. You you don't have the freedom to discriminate against them with love and say you need to find a place where you're more accepted because you're not accepted in the eyes of the Lord and in this Christian school. And go, go forth and do whatever filth you want, but don't do it here on our land. And they're trying to they're trying to they've attempted three times to pass this bill. And if you type, Sydney, meet your Greens, Sydney Star Observer, the Greens Party as well, uh, David Shoebridge, who's linked to Gary Burns, says he wants to have all religions, uh, religious exemptions removed from the Anti-Discrimination Act, which, in fact, is already uh, de facto exists in law, because nat- the court, a court has ruled that any institution, apart from a school, which is specifically mentioned in the Act, that once an organisation owned by Christians may not discriminate against gays, including charities. There was a case that went all the way to the High Court of Australia with Gary Byrne's lawyer Kate Eastman SC or Kate Human Rights on Twitter. Yep, we're talking about real people. The case was against Christian Brethren who owned the Phillip Island Adventure Resort uh, down between Victor- uh, Tasmania and Victoria. This, the gays from uh, Way Out, it's a charity called, well it can't it charity, a, a filthy pedophile organization called Way Out Inc, trading as Cobram Youth Services Inc, said that they want to go to this Christian camp for where children go to pray, and they want to book the camp And they want to show underage minors gay lion art porn under the guise of sex education and sleep over in bunk beds with a whole bunch of gay children taken away from all their parents in the regional countryside. And uh, from my study of gay pedophiles in Australia, all the pedophiles uh, who are gay with children run away to the countryside where there's less prying eyes and no one can hear the screams. Like a, like an like an American horror movie, but anyway, this this, this so called charity that ta- they wanted to you know literally show show children gay porn on church land, and the and the, the, they, they they were refused. Um, they ended up going to the YMCA of course in the end, but they were refused by the Phillip Island Adventure Resort, and the case went all the way up over three years through appeals there's a video on my YouTube channel showing the mainstream news covering it, okay? And the high court ruled, you must not be against gay men showing porn to minors on church land, and they were ordered to pay $5,000, but we're probably talking about $1 million in legal fees and costs as well for this massive four-year-long legal uh, case in Victoria's tribunal called VCAP. In Victoria, it's VCAT. In Queensland, it's QCAT. In New South Wales, it's um, NCAT NSW on Twitter. Now, so, you know, that, that, that's what happened there. And then it's just, it's just so shocking that they've seen, and the argument they made was it's not a place of worship. Children don't pray in Christian conference centres. No one prays in a Christian conference centre. It's not a place of worship. Therefore, because it's not a place of worship, the gays have the right to sue them. And that precedent has been to the High Court, so it applies Australia-wide. But that's not good enough for the gays. The Gay and Lesbian Rights Lobby, or GLRL, the U, has put out a press release as well as the Greens, saying we want to remove all religious um, exemptions from the act period. What we, have all, what, the, what we have in case law right now to sue any Christian charity isn't good enough. We need to sue what happens in the place of worship. Now, they've just tried to ram through a gay marriage in Australia and failed with a vote, and there may be a referendum coming like Ireland. Now, have a guess what happens in a place of worship. Da Have a guess.
0: I don't even want to think about Dallas.
1: Marriage.
0: Okay. So they okay. they
1: the <laughs> I've been predict, I've been predicting as soon as I saw that Green's press release in two thousand ten, I've been saying that the queers are going to combine anti discrimination law with gay marriage to make it a crime for a mosque or, or a Catholic, a Catholic Church, or a church that doesn't believe in gay marriage, and unlike, unlike America, half the churches in Australia, some of them even have lesbian priests. <laughs> I mean, no, the, the, uh, they, have
0: that, they have that here.
1: I don't think, in Australia, the Catholics aren't tolerating any gay priests like America. One of okay. Gary Byrne's friends on Facebook, because we hacked his Facebook using a, a, a website, called Profile Engine, to see who his real friends were, was a Catholic uh, Catholic and Anglican priest, that's priest-hopping for as many altar boys as he can get, um, Jason Carazara, And this guy, Gary Burns, is um, equal to you in bashing the Catholic Church for being pedophiles because he has a false victimhood mentality story that his, his brother um, killed himself after being sexually uh, abused as a as a nine-year-old, but then only got around to killing himself at the age of 17. And there's no proof that this story is true, but he uses that to, now, he's no longer working as a staffer for the lesbian Lord Mayor of Sydney, Clover Moore, or crypto lesbian, to be more accurate. Um, We've actually heard eyewitness testimony from uh, taxi drivers who have dropped her off at her house. At 36 Kepos Street, Redfern, which I obtained by lawfully hacking the New South Wales Government Election Commission to find out where every left wing uh, scumbag in my state lives. And they're not very happy about me doing that. Well, one thing I, I
0: want to say, well, one things one thing I want to say before going further, you claim that I attacked the, the Roman Catholic Church about this. Oh no, there, there's,
1: there's criticism. We're attacking pedophiles in the Catholic Church. Is that what you? that what you want to clarify? And that's right, they do yeah, exist.
0: Yeah, yeah, do. I mean, it's overwhelming. Every other day, there's a new article coming out from either this country, Canada, Western Europe, your country. Particularly uh, Australia, uh, it's, it's just overwhelming. It's not my. I'm not being bigoted or prejudiced. I'm just I'm not
1: a Catholic. I'm just. I'm just. I'm, I'm just, I'm just I am. I'm just driven by the the belief that an enemy of my enemy is somewhat my friend. And the and there's many Catholic people fighting the gay mar- the gay oh, mafia yes, as I absolutely. call them in Australia.
0: In the end of the day, this issue goes straight to the priest craft, the priest class. In the Bible, it talks about the Nicolaitan uh, church and how this separation of the, the priest class and the people and how God does not like it, hates it, and he recognized why that is, obviously, and that's what's happening. You see, it's all these, whether you're Roman Catholic, Jewish, etc. it's the average people are being exploited by these wicked SOBs who are on the top. So, you know, that's what I'm saying, so i uh okay i have i have so this, we, uh, brief, this is about the theology of the Roman Catholic Church, but that's neither here or there about this topic. This topic is the fact that good people and their children are being exploited by the priest' class from all religions we have to do something about that we have to really do something yeah. about it that's part of the, the equation of all this. And they're the ones that are making it all acceptable to bring it into the church, along with their peers that are, are that are outside of the church, and whether they're OTO or all the many other ones, the Freemasons, or just you know, just the fact that there's a whole group of people out there that are just really perverse. I personally think it has something to do with spiritual. It's a spiritual thing, and it's demonic in nature. John Sunhol said that he believes that Gary Burns is possessed
1: yeah. by a demon. I mean, he's that evil, and he sells, sells so many black lies. And he is whenever we, we just looked at him the other day, I would Google googled him, and he's he's talking about his victory against the radio, um, the radio station 2UE and John Laws, and for no reason he says a young, young homosexual boy in Western Sydney will be grateful for the work I've done. Now, that's got no relevance to any proceedings in that matter. For some reason, he just loves to talk about young boys into sodomy all the time, and he can't help himself. And if you see the Mother damnable blog, with the link you'll put in the, um, the podcast description... Uh, him and his friends have actually been talking on Facebook about having a sex with a young boy, and my dad's even included in his affidavit in court, and this really is happening. And they say, not relevant, not relevant. And they say, look, you know, Gary Burns and his friends is contacting all my business associates on LinkedIn and Twitter and saying, you know, Jeffrey McKee rapes his son, Jeffrey McKee rapes boys. And they say, not relevant, not relevant. I feel like saying to this court, well, if I just go to all the judges and all the staff of the anti-discrimination board and contact all their family members and all their business associates, and say they rape children too, and I don't know them as well. I wonder if they'll still think it's not relevant. You know, this is well, two wrongs don't make a right, but the court is just so biased in favor of Gary Burns that it is literally um, gobsmacking. And when we expose the, the situation with uh, him and this young boy on Sparkles the Pony Facebook page, and him and his friends talking about having sex with a young boy. He's got paranoid, and hes faked, he's actually faked having a, a posted death threat um, on his blog right now. You will, you will include his blog in the, um, the thing. So I think I'll put the hook in there now for your listeners to read on. I was like, "Listen on, And I think the rest of the call we should talk about who this guy Gary Burns, is, and all, all the harm he's done, and his links to the gay police and the OTO and the Jewish gay front are left. And just, just use this guy as a muse to talk about what his goal is to normalise pedophilia and make it a crime to dissent against it. And he, there is actually case law becoming visible now proving that is his goal and he has state support. If it becomes a right now the news in Australia is too afraid to report that a gay pedophile has done uh, child sexual abuse. It's just um, they don't don't mention the sex of the children anymore and there's laws in Australia to allegedly protect the victims. In America, if a father did incest or something horrible like that, you would know about it. But in Australia, you can't name pedophiles and it's the absolute opposite of America um, with a child sex offender list listing. In many cases, the pedophiles' names are suppressed and they get low sentences. One case was a gay judge who admitted in court His name was Simon Cooper from Victoria and he admitted in court having sex with two boys. He pled guilty. He got no punishment, no whatsoever, apart from a suspended sentence, which means, oh, you're on probation, but your life won't be affected in any way. And a suppression order. And uh, a famous Australian journalist, Darren Hinch, who loves to quote, name and shame these people, was jailed for the crime of making that information public. So, um, you know, gay judges can plead guilty to raping children and get no punishment whatsoever. And as you heard in my other, when I called up the other show, I've actually come face to face with a gay paedophile in America um, who the FBI has put three press releases about. And uh, would you like me to talk about that incident before we go into Gary Burns in detail?
0: Sure. Now, uh, were you already be an, act, an activist against this prior to this incident? Or no,
1: was this- I wasn't. And I only found out that this man was a gay pedophile in 2013. All I knew before that was my own suspicions and, uh, and the fact that this man attempted to murder me on two occasions. And now, he is a convicted pedophile, and his name is Christopher Kent Bowersox. And like these what these what these gay pedophiles do is they try and infiltrate institutions where there are access to children. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done an investigation into all the pedophiles breaking Thai and Australian law with immunity and Bronwyn Bishop, the Australian foreign minister, went to Thailand when they made new laws to stop gays buying babies and most of the commercial surrogacy customers were gays and their agencies were exclusively marketing their product to gays, Um, said, look, you know, please honour the contracts that all these gay men did to buy babies and don't enforce your own law. That was a plea by Bronwyn Bishop, yet we have laws in our own country, namely 10C Crimes Act in my state, New South Wales, which widens the geographical nexus, um, and it was specifically widened so that the Surrogacy um, Act, the outlawing commercial surrogacy on Australian soil, would also be internationally. It was actually modified, in the Tennessee Crimes Act was modified in the surrogacy bill in 2010. But um, due to detainment forces in immigration, like David Botrell and the OCO, not, not reporting all these A and M in Queensland, New South Wales, or ACT, breaking the state law. Uh, States, so much like America, do have criminal offences. But most of the most of the common crimes that you'd you don't want to have uh, prosecuted under state law. But hey, offences.
0: Luke, there's interference again. I don't know what we can do about it.
1: Oh, sorry, but, uh, it's,
0: it's not your fault. Whatever's going on, it's. It's in between the two of us, so let's see if there's anything we do, we do to, to tweak that again.
1: Um, sorry. Um, I was talking about um Thailand. Correct. Yeah, but you're still breaking up right now. I'm still breaking up now. Okay, the door's uh, shut. I'm inside. So what I'm going to do is I'm okay. going to uh, call back on Skype. Okay, and um, just stand by for a minute. You can edit the break from the podcast. Okay. Alright, I'll just talk.
0: Okay, folks. Uh, we're gonna have uh Luke try to reconnect with us. So anyways, a lot of you are gonna wonder why are we doing this. You're gonna say, Well, I'm not really interested in this. <clears throat> You're gonna say, I don't really care about this. This is too much for me. But you know what? <clears throat> it is a very big issue and it needs to be addressed. It's a very, very big battle. And a lot of people are going to call you prejudiced, bigoted, a jerk, narrow-minded. But there's a certain point in all this when you do have to start caring for your children, for the future. You need to start caring for all those, many of those misled youth who think it's okay to be homosexual, but it's natural, normal, when it's not. It's absolutely not. Uh, God didn't make you a animal to just do what you want to other people. To exploit them physically, spiritually, emotionally. To do nasty things. Come on, come on, let's be honest about things. I'm going to talk about something no one wants to talk about some guy wants to put his penis in somebody's rectum, get all covered full of their person, that person's poop, and you think that's okay. You think that's love. You think that's, you know, a good thing. They it think it's okay, do you? Come on. It's about time that we stand for something because, you know what, this is, no matter what, this is progressively going to get worse. Prophesized in the Bible, it's going to progressively get, progressively get worse. But we all have to make a stand on what side of the fence are we on? Are we on God's side, God's righteousness, His truth? Or do we care, really? Because progressively, I mean, if you have people are paying attention, but every day and every week you see on Yahoo and all these other the um, internet news sites and it's transsexual boys it's uh gay marriage it's um it's okay to change your sex identity but we're supposed to be okay with all that and think that that's some great accomplishment meanwhile they enslave us more physically spiritually and emotionally you and i are slaves in the satanic system and you and i have to make a decision Are we going to be part of it, or are we going to be like Daniel and not be part of it? We might be in Babylon, but we don't have to support Babylon's satanic system. I see you there. I'll I'll, I'll be right back with you there. Um, But I just uh, want people to know this. This really is an important issue. If you even care about people who are homosexual, you need to help them too, because this is a spiritual sickness. It's not acceptable. You were never made to be a pervert. And it's time that we get honest about it and to say for what it is. It's perversion. It's evil. It's wicked. And you say, well, you're narrow-minded. And that's not the most important issue. You know what? It's a huge of an issue. And everything about this trickles down to more. Suppression. Look at Germany prior to World War Two. Look what's happening again. Think people. Think. Okay. Okay, you back, Lou? Can I see you? Can I hear you? Yeah, can you hear me now? Is it much better? So far it is. We'll try again, I'm uh, sorry. Okay, that's um, all right.
1: So the other the other big thing is it's a threat it's a threat to free speech. With the street cakes from Melissa being told you're not allowed to do radio interviews about your court action, your persecution, um, you know, and that that's the only thing that that uh, saved them from being jailed, I think. But they got fined $130,000 for um, you know not baking a, a, a not being forced to be part of someone else's quasi-religious celebration of sodomy or lesbian lust. He said you must be part of a gay marriage, or you must go, you must pay us money. I mean, that is like, it's literally becoming against the law to be Christian. And if you don't want to care about this, then you've got no problem being thrown to the lions. It can't happen. This is what's happening. Christians are being persecuted, and we've got a a lot of cases to talk about on just how obscene uh, how many cases this guy Gary Burns has been involved with, and in fact, um, to to lead off, would you actually uh-huh. talk to? Would you actually try and talk to um, John Sunhol, who's actually being persecuted by Gary Burns in the court yesterday, and another actual a real a real victim of him, who's the, in fact Gary Burns' main target, who's just he's just he's nobody really. He's just a. Uh, a taxi driver from Newcastle, and he he lost his livelihood because the mayor of Sydney, a crypto lesbian mayor of Sydney, said he's not fit to drive a motor vehicle vehicle, as well as being a taxi driver because you need to love gay marriage to drive a car now. And (laughs) I know, and... I've actually hacked into Gary Byrne's gay gang-stalking operation. Yeah,
0: if you want to bring him on, you can bring him on, and you guys can talk, and you you guys know each other, and you can share. Because you know what? Yeah, I'm a a common Joe, just like everybody else, blue collar worker. I'm sure me doing this show is going to cause me some grief down the road. I'm I'm sure. I think there's a reason why a lot of people don't want to touch this. They're afraid. They're afraid of the, the elites. They're far. They're afraid of the uh, the power structure and the government because uh, they realize who's actually at on the top of this uh, pyramid of perversion and deception. And they're afraid that they're going to lose their livelihood. They're going to lose. But I have to put my faith in in my Lord, Savior Jesus Christ, and wherever it takes me. You know, even if it takes me to a dungeon, to death. By the hands of a wicked man, I have to still have faith. My faith is in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He promised me eternal life. He didn't promise me uh, a wonderful life here in this fallen world. So if you want to bring him on, bring him on, you know. Let's, let's yeah. hear what he has to say. I'm giving it I'm giving a crack now. But So we can go back to the very
1: beginning while we while we wait to get him on. The first case that I found out that Gary, we're just going to go through all of Gary Burns, uh persecution of regular folk, Christians, political candidates, celebrities, just bring on the whole Gary Byrne story and at the end, because it's just so disgusting I don't want to alienate anyone, we'll talk about my own confrontation verified by you know government paperwork, a charge sheet and everything to do with uh, this pedophile Christopher Kent Bowersox. at the end of the podcast. So the first um, case that I was aware of, Gary Byrne's done, his done was uh, he was working as a glassy, um, you know, pulling pints, you know, in a pub or a what we call a club in Australia, a registered club, uh, Gladesville Retired Servicemen's League, and he overheard two people sitting together, having a beer, exercising their right to have a chat with their friends, okay, mm-hmm. so, making, gay, making gay jokes, and... Um, There's some gay history website, um, you know, Gay History of Australia. They're obsessed with that. And they actually put an an entry in for uh, Gary Burns suing these people. I don't know the outcome of the case. I don't know uh, what happened. And the process of the complaint is first... What Gary does is first is he breaks the law. He's got police protection so he can do this. Other people can't. He says... Give me $10,000 or $20,000 or $5,000, one of those figures, to go to my gay charity. And my favorite gay charity is 2010.org.au. The 10 comes from Alfred Kinsey's false claim that 10% of the population is gay. We already heard it, 3%. And they specialize in giving 12-year-old boys respite accommodation uh, away from... Uh, you know, their evil, homo- sarcasm intended, homophobic Christian parents. And the New South Wales special gay police that was, you know, just, just last week they were at Irwoods High School with a screen, with all the students being forced to watch gaby baby art house film in the gym about, you know, a young boy who wants to chop off his penis, who goes marching with... Uh, topless gay men in the Sydney Gay Mardi Gras and other filth. I haven't watched it yet myself. And um, these, these gay police are affiliated with this charity and if you search for a Parramatta, a council, a Parramatta council code enforcer um, didn't like the police and the 2010 putting up a sign at a fair day in Parramatta and all the gays complained... How dare it be taken down? If you search for the news about Parramatta in 2010 on Google, you'll see the actual police car is in the background of the 2010 sign. So this is a police-affiliated charity. They put the name of all the gay and lesbian liaison officers on their MySpace page. But they went, went, when I was accused of the crime of knowing a secret gay cop is gay, they took that down. So, um, yeah, so... He extorts people first and breaks the law. If you haven't done any legal action, you say, give me money or I will sue you. That is a crime of extortion. You accept that?
0: I would. I think, that's, I think that is. <laughs> yeah, well, Gary, Gary, Especially when exact- it's based on such a flimsy point and a you know, weak point of... You know, if you don't accept my perversion and my wickedness, uh, you're just... Disc- <laughs> If you criticize... Uh,
2: not
0: Yeah, so, anyway,
2: um, he's actually... It's it's
0: okay for you to criticize Christians. It's okay for you to criticize anybody who questions this satanic, perverted system at this point. And it's going to get worse. It really is going to get worse. And if we don't make some kind of stance, regardless of the consequences to our personal life, you know what? What what do we expect? You know, what can we say to our children? What can we say to our kids? You know, listen. You know, well, yeah. Sorry, I could have done something about it, but I didn't. You know, I just was afraid, and I didn't care enough. Because that's pretty much comes down to didn't have faith. This whole uh, issue that's out there right now—that is, you know—it's just discrimination. It's not that important of an issue. It's an extremely important issue. It really is. When you look at the damage it's done, what pedophilia, what homosexuality, what this whole system of perversion does to boys and girls, young men and women, um, yeah, it's incredibly important. Have you ever been around somebody who's gay. I mean, like, I, I I was an artist and a musician, so I had my uh, fair share of being around gay people. And I used to be really tolerant to them. I used to be really, you know, I got a lot of support when I was an artist from gay people Though I never was gay. But now, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, you know, I can't. I can't do this. Not because I'm better than anybody else, but because what you guys are really doing is wrong. And what it leads to is just worse and worse and worse. And you know what? We have history on our side. We have the truth on our side. And, you know, if you want to be a pervert, why should we be subjected to your perversion? Period. Why should our kids be subjected to it? Why should you have a right to think that you have a right to traumatize and uh, damage young children? And by the way, it gets even worse, folks, because you know what it leads to? It leads to death. Many times these young people end up being murdered from these same people. So, you know what? It really is time to be a little more honest about what's going on. And people say, well, there's heterosexuals who do that too. Yeah, there is. So what? That doesn't make that any more right than what you guys are doing as a homosexual. I'm sorry. I mean, you just can't. If you're rational, if you could think clearly, you have to ask yourself, you know, is this the right thing. Would you want this for your community? Would you want this for your kids? Do you really? Do you really? Because you know what? You hear every day a new story coming out of some kid who was raised by lesbian or gay couples and they and they say how terrible it turned out for them. They start out young and they say, oh, I I, I'm really understanding and I'm liberal. It screws them up so bad. It confuses them so much. That you know it is it takes a life, many of them never can recover, many of them never can know God, never can never know the truth, but we're not going to talk about that stuff because we're afraid of the governments of this world, these satanic systems, and what they might do to us, and that people might call us narrow-minded or bigoted or prejudiced, yeah, guess what i don't support you putting your penis in some boy's butt and have it all covered in his poop, and you damage him and rip his, his rectum. No. I don't accept it. I'm sorry if it sounds graphic, but but you know what? It needs to be talked. It needs to be talked about, and we need to get honest about it because that's what it is. If you want to think I'm a jerk, you want to think I'm narrow-minded, you think I should get uh, sued or thrown in jail? I don't really care. If we can save one child from all this nonsense, this wickedness, we are doing what's right. Sorry about that, Luke, but I just feel like saying that. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's okay, it's okay. So um, until my first case, he, not, two people having a beer, talking, are not safe because Gary Burns will get their membership discount check card and look up their name on the club registrar legally obtain their private information and then use that to extort money from the patrons of his own employer. That was his first case, and we don't know the outcome of that. All we know is the source of that is a gay, some gay history um, case, and it happened in 1996, three, months, uh, uh, three years after his, his employer, a previous employer, Lord Mayor of Sydney Clover Moore, gave him his job as a staffer. Now, the next big case that came along was, oh, my neighbor insulted me. Oh, I wasn't given the respect that I deserve as someone who does all those disgusting things. Well, in fact, he probably did get the respect um, he deserved. But this guy has been proven in our more subsequent cases, which we'll get to, that he's a black liar and a perjurer. Many, many, many examples of his perjury and lies are known. And the whole case was based on, you know, his his claims. It was a case of Burns versus Dye, the first case of homosexual discrimination which went to court in Australia in, at NCAT, okay, which is the tribunal above the anti-discrimination board. And he just basically alleged his neighbour called him a faggot and called him some bad words and, you know, that some excrement was involved or, and it was basically... Um, you know, the gay police were ganging up on his neighbor, and it all could be a, a it's probably all lie, lies. And um, one member, one judge, bought the lie so well, he made a minority decision and said that Gary Burns should get $100,000 because he had a tip with his neighbor. But the two other judges opted for a lesser amount. I think it was five or ten grand. And um, it's Burns versus John Dye, the first case. And if anyone wants to look up, search Gary Burns, he's actually used two names in court and two names in the media. The first name he used was Gary with one R, Burns. And if you look for all the old stories on Gary Burns on the internet and from the mainstream news, um, he, used, he used the name in court and in the media for the last decade in his blog when he registered his domain, has one R. But now, in the media, we, we found out he was using a fake name in court for 10 years. So he's using G-A-R-R-Y Burns. So I'm just typing in the chat now the name of the case law database website for all the cases in Australia. So you can search for G-A-R-R-Y Burns or G A R Y Burns for the older case. And when the news, was, the news broke out about his first case, one mainstream newspaper used his real name and another newspaper used his alias name. And from then on, for the next 10 years, it was G-A-R-Y Burns. Now, then after that, that wasn't enough. So he, he fabricated the case law, and the anti-discrimination board in their Equal Time magazine, they had two interesting things in the magazine when they announced Gary's first victory. They also, the anti-discrimination board itself operates a float in the Sydney Gay Mardi Gras, but it's not a float for gay people. It's a, it's a float for underage gay schoolboys to go in the gay Mardi Gras where there's all sorts of perversions, uh, people being naked and allegedly uh, sex with children in previous, in previous years at the Sydney Sleaze Ball. I mean, these, you know, if people can't talk about rumours of, of what has happened and criminal incidents... Then they'll ne- these things will never see the light of day. And if the newspapers can't call a gay pedophile a gay pedophile, um, the news will never see the light of day. And the gays are saying, a person who has sex with a child is not a gay pedophile, they are just a pedophile. Well, Mark Nugent and Peter Trong, and the case from last week in Thailand, there are two adult men engaging in a union of sodomy, and the one in Thailand was gay married okay so if you're having sex with an adult person you are gay and in the English language okay we're allowed to put adjectives before noun if the adjectives are applicable so in other word gay is applicable and if these two gay men also have sex with a child they are a pedophile right so these these cultural Marxists like Gary Burns are against people using the English language correctly to describe the actions that the people in his collective are doing. So that's the second case, Burn versus Die and the Anti-Discrimination Board, Equal Time Magazine, they're praising their own float that they operate called the Schools Out Program. And there's a charity in England which is linked to pedophilia called Schools Out, spelt properly. But this program is called Schools Out with a K. And um, they if you look up all the papers and research, they even got a Catholic uh, lesbian <laughs> to, um, to give a speech at a government high school with a bunch of young kids as a warm-up for the Sydney Mardi Gras. So this court clearly has a political agenda, the Anti-Discrimination Board. And the Anti-Discrimination Board and all their annual reports are partnered from, since about this time as well with Beat Project, What does BEAT Project stand for? It's a criminal organisation that mandates for the decriminalisation of gay public sex in children's parks. And these filthy homosexuals, when they do their public park sex, they go into a park, from what I've read, they don't talk to the other person, and they just have anonymous, promiscuous sex. And Gary Burns himself... He's an advocate for this behaviour because he's not only is he on the Beat Project or the AU website writing letters with his Deputy Commissioner Catherine Burns mate being published on there, but his own Facebook groups shows that he's he's an out quote, quote Adelaide Beats user and I've taken images of this and it was on a video he just took that he just got censored from Live League of all places and if you have the guts to host it on YouTube and want to have you know, risk having a strike for alleged hate speech against child rape because you shouldn't hate paedophilia. Sarcasm intended. You're welcome to host it because I, I can't upload anything more than 10 minutes with the level of censorship I've already copped. So um, that's be pro- Bernard Gaynor is a Catholic Army vet, and he's got a, he's got a petition with 3,000 signatures against the anti-discrimination board being partnered with an organisation that advocates gay public sex crimes and they put this criminal organization in their annual report. Facebook.com slash beat project doesn't even have their own logo, so they use the logo of the anti discrimination board as their own. On their website they say that they have and this this this, this beat project is what run by the community uh, caaa Community Action Against Homophobia. And uh, you know, on their website, they say, you have to be leftist, you have to be liberal to join us. And, of course, a queer probably. You can't be in a liberal... Ironically, the Liberal Party in Australia is, is equivalent to the American Republicans, if that makes any sense. And the Labor Party is very much equivalent to the English Labor Party, that is known to be founded by Fabian socialists. And the last Labour Prime Minister, Julian Gillard, speaks at the Fabian Society. Would you like to tell your listeners about the Fabian socialists from your research?
0: For me? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, we can look at... Uh, well, Huxley. Huxley's a member of it. If you look at the wow. Fabian... You know, the wolves and sheep's... Uh, or, yeah, you know, the sheep's clothing, right? This whole thing of, uh, 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 well, that's her symbol, right? It's a wolf. <laughs> it's a, uh, pretending to be uh, a sheep, you know, that they really care about the people. But, you know, it's all about this new agenda, this new world order that they want, this uh, brave new world where basically everything goes. They can do whatever they want, that they can have uh, sex with children, that they can... Um, drug people and they can abuse them and they can do whatever they want that people themselves need to be controlled and manipulated that they don't have the capacity to think for themselves that they uh, are it just goes on and on it's just a total perversion Um, and you once again you'll see the Jesuits connection and all that too you'll see that a lot of these uh, dystopic uh, authors from England that are connected to it. Uh, The the Fabian socialists are very influential in this country and throughout the world. So it's uh, much in line with the Luciferian agenda, very much in line with uh, the UN. And it's basically really about, uh, it's a satanic system where they want to corrupt people morally for their own benefits. They really don't care about you people. They really don't even care about the average gay person. They want to use them and throw them away. They want to use them as some kind of instrument, a tool for their system. So, and I could go on and on, but you know, the thing is, there's plenty of stuff out there if you want to learn about the Fabian Socialists and who's all involved in it, but uh, a lot of very prominent Englishmen in particular that you have heard of are members of the Fabian Socialists. And nothing good has ever happened from them. And... uh, they have a very wicked agenda, so I don't know if that really helped. But uh, I really was saying more on topic, which you're saying. I, you could certainly add. What would you like to add?
1: Oh, Fabian Socialist. Well, um, well, my first blog post I did on my recently deceased blog because the gays copyrighted their own death threats, and they say if you comp- copy screenshot my death threats threatening to, you know, saying that you rape children or that, uh, you know, you're, um, we're going we're to kill your wife and child. That's my copyright material. And if, you, if, you, if you copyright all my Facebook po- save all my Facebook posts into a big PDF where I'm threatening to kill the head of state of Ghana, which is a crime you can be extradited for, um, that's my material that you don't have the right. And I got WordPress uh, shut down my uh, shut down my blog for that pretty much. Well, actually, it's more complicated than that, but due to the stress of all the DNCA copyright requests, the, um, the admin said, look, I, I can't take this anymore. I've been intimidated enough. I give up. But all the content's been backed up by different means, and you obviously have a, an archive of it, and uh, I have an archive fit for re-hosting at, at a later time. But uh, there are other people blogging about this, and the mainstream news is actually putting out uh, interesting snippets here and there, which I'll refer to. So we talked about Gary Byrne's second case, and we talked about the anti-discrimination board, up uh, the Fabian Society. 60 Minutes USA in the 70s did a story on the Fabian Society and they controlled, uh, they had, they controlled a council in London in the 70s. And the 60 Minutes USA was saying the Fabians are completely uh, nuts. Cuckoo was the actual word. And they were getting young, this is in the 70s, they were getting young children to read stories about gay dads back then. And the regular English mothers didn't like it. And 60 Minutes USA referred, uh, even talked about, filmed the lesbians fighting with their everyday apolitical just regular folk who didn't want to have their children forced to learn about sodomy sex in preschool. And, um, you know, 60 Minutes reported that uh, lesbians uh, urinated on these women. Filthy, disgusting animals urinated on everyday English mothers that only cared about their children. But this is hate speech from 60 Minutes USA. Now, 60 Minutes America has a CIA Project Mockingbird homosexual uh, as one of their anchor men. What's his name?
0: <laughs> um, you, talk about, you talking about Anderson?
1: Yes, I am. Okay,
0: all right. Yeah. Cooper Anderson, folks. <laughs>
1: all right. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, look, the queers uh, have come into the chat room and are saying that I'm a pedo because uh, I'm obsessed with faggots. If you, they miss the. Um, the beginning of the show. How I never really cared about gays until the gay police with guns came to my front door and and ruined my life and took my country away from me. So we'll just we'll just ignore these clowns. But they are I, they are, I, I, I ignore
0: them. They they always attack. Anytime you yeah. talk about anything that's real and substantial, they come out of the woodwork. So just forget them. Oh, I, I'm actually I'm
1: actually responsible for baiting them, but. Um, <laughs> if they've got any any guts, they would actually uh, dial in uh, to the dial-in number there internationally and enter, and, enter their, uh, and uh, you know make an account on TalkShare into their PIN and uh, come on if they've got the guts to actually debate us rather than hiding behind the keyboard. But moving on, um, so we talked about the Fabian Society and how disgusting they were and how the American media, before it was corrupted, even even cover the truth, the same truth that we're talking talking about now, was covered in the 70s by the the flagship investigative journalism show for America, 60 Minutes USA, or at least in the mainstream, that is.
0: What was that again? Is uh, 60 Minutes uh, in America uh, well-respected, or used to be at least, Oh, it used to be. I don't watch television anymore. I don't trust anything that it comes out of itself. So. <laughs> I don't care anymore about 60 Minutes, but right. go ahead. You know. <laughs> They're all controlled by the... It's all part of the state media and propaganda. So. Okay.
1: And... So, um, that's the second case of Gary Burns versus his neighbor. And every homosexual vilification case in Australia depends on Gary Burns' Case law from that case. Well,
0: so, let's just say what they are. They're, let's say what they are. They're, so, they're sodomites. Sodomites, yes. Sodomites. Look, we already talked about
1: that. Sodomites is the correct word. Yeah, the say correct gay. word is Sodom.
0: So let me just say what, say what the truth is. They're sodomites. If you want to put okay. your penis in somebody's uh, butt and get it all covered in poop, you're a sodomite. <laughs> That's what it okay. is. And it's a disgusting act. There's nothing love about it. It's all about domination. It's all about perversion. They'll try to tell you that it's about love, but it has nothing to do with love. It never did. And I don't care what other people say, and I don't care if they find it offensive. The truth is the truth. You know? If you want me to accept you putting your penis in somebody's butt and head cover or poop, you know, I'm not going to. You want to do it on your own? Do it on your own. But don't force the rest of us to say it's okay when it's one of the most disgusting of acts humans can possibly do, especially when you're starting to do it to children. And we have overwhelming evidence. I'll go back to the the Catholic priests and how they're predominantly homosexual and predominantly pedophiles. You don't like that. That's your problem, not my problem. The facts are on our side. You want to do stuff in your own private home? That's your business. Don't bring it to the rest of us. You're corrupting this world. If you want to go around and be a pervert, that's your business. Don't force it on kids. Don't force it on the rest of us. End of story. Go ahead.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the second case he did. Now that he's fabricated his case law, making up stories about his uh, neighbors... He decides to go after the media. And what, what place to start with with the most high-profile uh, talk, talk radio, shock jock as we call him in Australia, John Laws. Okay? And this case went on for eight years with either side taking turns in uh, winning the case. And um, if you look at the comments in the Mother damnable blog, you can actually see that Gary Burns actually had something to say about this case, and seeing all his fans has, has actually joined, um, I might actually re- log in and actually read that comment uh, from Gary Burns he made on the gay forums. So I'm just going to go find this comment now from Gary Burns himself, and we can get, get, get a mindset into, uh, into, this, uh, into this pedophile. Just give me a sec. Um, okay. You can just talk for a minute while I find the find the comment.
0: Yeah, sure. Except for you know, this I uh, guess six. You know what? We have our times when we talk about the Jews. This tonight is about what we're talking about is the Fabian Socialists, the the world New World Order agenda of trying to perverse the whole world. They want you to have four-year-old kids having sex. Do you think that's right? Actually, the, the, th- hear Jews, hear are, the Jews are backing Gary
1: Burns as well. The Alef Aleph, A-L-E-P-H, all they Gay Jew Front is actually one of his main backers. Uh, I'll give well, the yeah, website.
0: Well, let's face it, folks. What they say is that the gayest uh, city in the world is what? It's in, it's, in, it's in Jerusalem. It's Tel Aviv. Okay? We could talk about Jews another day. Yeah, and
1: the, the actual the, the, the crazy Zionist extremist to wear blue. The leader of that movement to go around in public dance with boys dancing together. He's just come out as a as a homosexual after that. Uh, in light of that recent uh, killing of uh, gay Jews in the Pride Parade or something there. So um, yeah, it's they self admitted that they're, that, they're, that the Zionists uh, in Israel are governed by um,
0: sodomites. I'm not Jewish, no. I'm a biblical uh, Christian. That's what I consider myself. I don't belong in any denomination. I at least bit interested in Jewish. Thank you
1: very much. Okay, so moving on from that to appease our friends there. Now, um, so we're talking about Gary's comment about this TUE case I'm going to talk about now. And he's put this on pinkboard.org.au, and you can actually read this comment on its source location um, if you go to the Mother damnable blog, see the comments. You can follow to that evil career bulletin board and read what he said. And this is what this, I'm quoting Gary Burns now. My monumental battle with Radio 2UE and its presenters, Steve Price and John Laws, has finally come to an end. The case has gone on as long as the Second World War. Now, square brackets, he got taxpayer-funded public interest law clearinghouse lawyers and he basically wore down the media empire after appealing and appealing and appealing and appealing with his free taxpayer NGO funded lawyers from the public interest law clearinghouse whose CEO admits they love to do experimental law i.e. queer thought crime law we're talking about today now back onto his quote I instigated this action back in 2003, I, Gary Burns, by the way, because I was tired of (laughs) my sexuality, i.e. Gary Burns' sexuality, being used as a football for ridicule by the intolerable folk, (laughs) or people who believe in the word of God. And he says, I am a gay man. Gay men should not (laughs) mirror the image as perverted and dirty in society through ridicule. That's right. You can't ridicule what you're just talking about, about how disgusting sodomy is, when you were very explicit. Next, next sentence. I have always cared about my community, but I feel very sad that my own community, square brackets, of faggots, abandoned me during this litigation. Even the gays don't like this nut job. He's just a tool of the state and the elite and the Satan. So go on. Next sentence. This cheer squad enthusiast were always, ready, always there to knock me and accuse me of doing this for either publicity or for mercenary gain. Well, that's true. He profits from his case. What I did was effing hard and lonely work. This has been the hardest thing I have ever done so far in my life. But you know what? at least I had the courage to go out and do something to try and stop the intolerance and hate being directed against homosexual men, square brackets, who sexually abuse boys. This where it gets really interesting. I'm quoting verbatim here until I say so. Here we hmm. go. The young gay boy living in the Western suburbs may feel a little better about his sexuality because of what I have done. He may not become a product of ridicule because of it. That has to be a good thing, surely. Gary Burns, with his name spelled incorrectly different than his driver's license, gay rights activist, self-promoter, Sunday, June the 22nd, 2008, just five minutes to 5 p.m. and 58 seconds. Now... Did he just talk for no reason about a young gay boy? He's thinking in his mind when he's writing, he's thinking about people under the age of 16 thinking about doing anal sex right? A young, he didn't say boy, he said young gay boy. We're dealing with Gary Burns who really is a pedophile and a pedophile normalization activist. His actually... He's given many hints that he's a pedophile but his actions speak louder than word, words. He's criminalizing people. He's criminalizing the act of dissent against gay dad's baby rape in two recent cases which we're going to come up to shortly. Okay? So that's okay. the, uh, let's talk about the 2 year case. What happened? Have you ever heard of Queer Eye and the Straight Guy? Yes. Is this- on there called Carson, isn't there? So Kennedy Carson. Well, do, you know what, do you know the name of the celebrity in that? I don't. It's Carson's uh, No, I
0: don't. I don't watch dogs, but I know about yeah. it. By the way, guest yeah. six, none of us feel comfortable about this topic. I don't like it at all. It's been, it makes me sick to my stomach, even hearing about it, or thinking about it, or talking about But it's a necessary thing to talk about, especially when you realize how pervasive this is throughout the world and how many young children have been destroyed by this that are dead in coffins from this. That's the reality. If you don't like it, tough. I don't like it either, but it's time I for us, to, us to talk real. Let's talk real about something that's real, not CERN or some thing in the sky or that. uh, uh a meteor's gonna show up. Let's talk about something that's real. That's affecting hundreds of thousands of children in this country alone, the United States of America, the corporation, if you will. And now you talk about millions, millions of children, their lives being destroyed by this stuff that way we're not supposed to care about that. We're supposed to be real liberal and understanding and accepting and be, you know, we should accept it all. No, we shouldn't. It's time that we make a stand for what is right. If you don't like it, if you think somebody's a bigot for that, that's your problem. If you can't think clearly, if you can't accept the reality, that is your problem and not ours. It is not understanding, it is not caring to be supporting and encouraging people to be acting against the Word of God, becoming sodomites, destroying their lives, destroying the family, destroying the the society. It is not acceptable. If you want to do that, you want to be one of those people, that's your business. Keep it yourself. You know, start your own soul. Hey, hey, we have gay pride, right? What's so proudful about putting your penis in somebody's butt? Tell me, what's so wonderful about that? What's so noble about that? There's nothing good about it. It's sick to the core. It's the sickest act that a man can do except killing someone. And you know what? It seems to lead to that an awful lot. <laughs>
1: AIDS, the cure for homosexuality.
0: No, I'm talking about they actually literally kill these people. They actually kill these children. They actually kill them and put them in a ditch. What do you think about that? I actually know of a
1: recent case case about that. Um, There's actually been two cases in Indochina. We'll just segue for a minute just to back up that point before going back to the the Gary Burns litigation case by case from 96 to present. Um, In Thailand, I put some links on the channel as well, just to let people know this is serious. I've, I've referred to Gary Byrne's case that Columbia University in America just covered. Global Freedom of Expression Project, Columbia University. This guy is making global precedence against all of our free speech that will probably be used in American courts as well. Just to let you know how real this matter is. Now, um, just in Indochina, in the last month, two convicted pedophiles from England, right, who should have been paroled. Now, if, you, if you're prosecuted by the state for raping children and you're paroled, are parolees allowed to get a new passport and fly around the world and rape more, more kids in another jurisdiction? What do you think? Either? Anyway, he's gone for a sec. So... I'm assuming I'm still on. And these two men both got their passports renewed on the, on the run before being arrested again for child sexual abuse. And I can give you some links in just a second. So one case was in
0: Cambodia. Hey, hey, Luke, Luke, just let so you know I am here. I had a mute and I'm going to have the mute. Okay. I'm, but I'm listening. Okay. So. All
1: right, good stuff. So there was one case in Cambodia last month and I, I brought, bring it up now because one of his victims was murdered. And I'm just going to uh, bring up the details on, on my web browser so I can you know, show everyone this is real. Um, so what happened in Cambodia was um, a man a, was caught in the bed by the police with a young man. Young boy, and is outraged that he was given, he renewed his passport in Malaysia last year when he's on the run for skipping the court. So, um, victims of gay bullying, and I'm just going to search my old blog, it's still on Google Cache. Um, give me a second. So, and the other case which happened yesterday, and the link, link to that is on the Mother Damnable blog, I, I, two gay men. They got married. One of them was a convicted sex offender. He renewed his passport again this March because the politically correct gay police or the, the law enforcement or the establishment acted corruptly to facilitate this overseas child rape. In it. The corrupt gay police in England facilitated this child rape. They, the, the so-called married gay couple abused a 16-year-old rent, boy, prostitute. And the gays are saying, well, look, there's nothing wrong with that in our country because we can legally, to pay, legally pay to have sex with 16-year-old boys. Or it's under the age of consent. Well, they're all saying it's nothing wrong with it. Well, actually, it's illegal to have sex with a 16-year-old boy in Australia too because you can't work as a prostitute under 18. I think we all know that. Or probably 21 in America. God knows what it is. Or it's actually illegal in America and England because you have the vice squad against this kind of film. So these men they, they they abused this child and they were arrested by the Royal Thai police. And uh let me just go to Thai visas so and find that thing. Um, a sec, I'm just trying to find it. Uh, Google. Okay. Give me a sec. I'm link. So um, this boy that was abused in Cambodia, the earlier case last month, um, when, he was, when he was abused, when he was in England, he was a soccer coach because gays will be police, they will be nurses, dentists, lawyers, anywhere where they, get, they can, it facilitates the access to children, including Catholic priests. And this guy was a soccer coach. And his victim, in England, when he was on the run, body was washed up at the beach, two people were arrested, then let go, and we don't know who they are after, after the boy's death, which is very, very odd. And you combine that with the fact that the pedophile, the, ma- the pedophile that abused this boy before his body was w- w- washed up on the beach, um, he'd since left the country. He wasn't the murderer of the boy or... Uh, it's been put down to suicide after the boy's rape. So there's the fact that the the rape of the boy can make them kill each other, make them make them die from suicide, and the fact that they're just blatantly killed by by these queers. It could be the case in England, uh, could be either. So let me just see what I can find. Give you some names of this case.
2: Um, let's see here. Uh, it's just do web cache. Here
1: we go. Uh, give me a sec. Well, um, I'll, when you're when you're talking next, I'll will come back to this issue. So um, we've talked about gays do really get uh, children killed. Now the third case that Gary Burns did is he came after um, a celebrity who was a um, speaks on the Footy Show. Um, his, his Facebook account is Smart Ass Sam or Smart As Sam, and he's a, he's a footy commentator in Victoria. And um, he criticised the government's—they uh, try to make Melbourne a, a welcome city for gays—and he criticised it. I don't want to turn this—I this, don't want to have my city to be known as the poof capital of the world. And Gary Burns sued him, and Rodney Croome. The head of Australian marriage equality double sued him and to ue the earlier case, in Tasmanian jurisdiction. Now, if you're trying to prove a point because you are, you know, just trying to, you're a gay activist, and you want to you know, you vindic- get some type of vindication from a court, you don't sue someone twice in two jurisdictions. You do that because you're a vexatious litigant. And you're just after cash and you're an extortion And that's what Rodney Croon, the head of the whole gay marriage uh, operation in Australia, uh, head of Australian Marriage Equality, which is a cultural Marxism word for uh, union of sodomy that must be blessed by Christians or they'll go to jail. That right. man, so, so, according to the P, a P Flag newsletter, which is a newsletter of of parents that are friends with gays or something, which is a very scary organisation in itself. Rodney Kroom got a settlement from both 2UE and Channel 9 Sam Newman. So these these queers are working together and like I said, Tasmania and New South Wales are the only jurisdictions with this law. But Gary Burns recently is suing people from his base in New South Wales, is suing people in Victoria South Australia and Queensland. And the Anti Discrimination Board says if you write something on the internet, that is accessible in New South Wales. So anyone who does anything on the internet, regardless of its jurisdiction, is under the jurisdiction of the New South Wales Anti Discrimination Board. So if you were to go to Australia, you would probably
2: find yourself to be a victim of this court action. still there? Okay. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. So,
1: the, let's go on the next case. Um, we'll talk about uh, John Sunhole. Would you want me to try and conference in John Sunhole, the New South Wales uh, taxi driver, and you can ask him about his, his, pers- uh, his take it straight from the horse's mouth, uh, his, sure. his persecution. I'll try and conference him in again. Now, John Sunhole was uh, a taxi driver in Newcastle, and he was first sued by Henry Collinger, Collinger, a professor at his University of Wollongong who has since died from complications in relation to the AIDS virus, we believe. And he was sued uh, because he made some comments on university forums criticising homosexuality. He's done uh, degrees in marketing, a master's in marketing, and a degree in uh, social studies and social anthropology at university. And being, being in those two degrees, studying those, in those two faculties, um, obviously they were overrun with queers and queer professors. And his, one of his professors started trying to you know, sue him for allegedly vilifying homosexuals. And when he died halfway through the case, they changed the law so that people can take over a dead person's case and keep persecuting. And Sunhol is the second... Sunhol versus Collinger uh, or Henry Collinger is the second key, uh, key case. So Gary Burns took over the case and sued Sunhol, and there's been 70 complaints lodged by Gary Burns through the anti-discrimination board against this one poor Christian taxi driver who's a nobody, who runs a, a, very, a not, not a very professional blog at all. And because he's had a vehicle accident and he's had a brain injury, he has some quirks about his behavior, and he behaves like a, a, young, a young child at times, and he's, he's not very tech savvy. And um, nobody really cares about what he has to say. But the anti-discrimination board is using him as a vehicle to uh, manufacture case law. Um, Recently, they just got new laws passed to make it a crime to vilify transsexuals. Under New South Wales law, you can only be prosecuted for vilifying transsexuals, homosexuals, or people with AIDS. Um, Handicapped war veterans are fair game. Only the elite queer must not be criticised. And the New South Wales Crime and Sentencing Commission study that fact, and they say they like it that way because gays need to be the only protected people. If you go to the New South Wales Anti-Discrimination Board exemptions page, um, I will read from it verbatim, but I will change the word homosexual to white. and I'm going to read from the exemptions page. It's not against the law to discriminate against someone Who is not white. It's only against the law to discriminate against someone who is white. Gays have a blanket exemption to do hate crimes with absolute immunity. And I was aware of that because of my run in with gay police, and I tried to complain to the anti discrimination board about being a victim of sex based discrimination. And the anti discrimination board did their own research and found out the COP does same sex filthy sex acts with her federal police officer girlfriend, Nicole. And because she does these same-sex sex acts, she cannot be investigated or prosecuted for a crime that gets 14 years to help avert the course of justice by the power of gay sex. So um, I was already campaigning against the anti-discrimination board and, uh, you know, backing up, I, I called up John Sunhole in uh, 2010 and said, look, mate, I'm not going to call you again. You don't associate with me. You don't talk to me. I'm going to, uh, you know, gently rile up Gary Burns within the confines of the law. And he obviously exaggerated, and made up a whole bunch of lies, and fabricated an arrest warrant against me. And he went to try to he tried to jail John Sunhole with a, um, a personal domestic violence order, and he lost at the Waverley Court with a with Waverley Court magistrate, a judge, saying you are a vexatious liar and after the, um, he, tried, he tried to jail John Sonal and uh, lost with costs, and he hasn't paid the $4,500 in legal fees to John yet, he, he went to the special gay police to do a double jeopardy police-assisted personal domestic violence order, and then the police moved the case to the Downing Centre with a queer judge, because the, the special gay police don't respect the word of a judge. They respect the word of a man who's always talking about having sex with young boys more than a judge. And the police won. And, John, and the, the AVO went on for two years, and John never breached it. So he does all sorts of uh, black lies and harassment and persecution of people. So in the more recent John Hall cases, when they try to take over his taxi license, Um, Gary Burns worked with the head of the gay police Donna Adney and he also worked with Ben Smith a Newcastle journalist and I've broken into their forums and their private little chat pages they have on the internet and they've actually got evidence of them making up false news stories to be published in the mainstream news about John stalking transsexuals and John being a closet queer I mean you hear about this stuff on comments on you know um, around the internet done by trolls, but we actually have homosexual troll journalists harassing Christians now in Australia. It's actually that bad. The mainstream news are trolls themselves, and uh, you know these, these on these forums, some of the members were talking about Satanism, and they, on their avatars and their information, they all appear to be OTO members and they're orchestrating stories that they allegedly jumped in John's taxi and he said something homophobic. Then Gary Burns, after using his merry band of gay gang stalking, gets the lesbian mayor of Sydney to write to the Ministry of Transport to try and take away his taxi license and his livelihood. Um, So the mayor of Sydney doing personal favours for her own staffer the only person to use these homosexual vilification laws, pretty much about 90% of cases come from Gary to try and uh, p- literally persecute. And if you want to see evidence of this letter, my dad's actually put it on his Scribd account. Here's the link, Scribd.com slash that And you can see about my dad's case. Now, so I'll, I'll, tr- I'll keep trying to get John Sunhol on the call. We'll come back to him. Now... You want to talk about what's being done, all the things that's been done to my dad? Okay. Okay, so um, what my dad did to piss off the gays is he did two things in support of his son, which uh, made legal action begin against him. The first of all is uh, he took legal action on my behalf to do freedom of information requests to investigate what was done to me originally by the special New South Wales Gay and Lesbian Liaison Officer Police. One officer is Tui Ornsby and she represents Australia as a rugby union football captain and as a rugby union football captain uh, she's also a gay and lesbian liaison officer Police officer. On my blogs, I put pictures of her in gay police uniform with holding up the pink triangle symbol that was originally designed by Hitler's Waffen SS to designate all homosexuals who must be castrated or killed for the benefit of society. And that, if you go to pink-triangle.org, you can see the queers themselves saying that. The New South Wales police proudly wear Nazi death camp regalia with pride designating that they must be killed. The, lo- the logo was made as a designation for those who must be killed, and they proudly wear logos made by Nazis saying, please kill us or, 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 or castrate us. And maybe, maybe it's because of their false victimhood mentality, I don't know, but you see that New South Wales police really do, the gay police that is, do really wear this logo. So the gay police, as I said earlier, came to my house, caused me all this trouble. My dad did a freedom of information request, and a senior FOI officer was put on the case. Her name was Linda Trost. After that, um, after they insisted that I give my father's, I give consent for my father's inquiry on my behalf. So I did so, and I wrote a letter explaining how disgusted I am with them. And then senior police officer, probably Catherine Burns, who is linked to Gary Burns. If you remember, Gary Burns first dropped his name on his very first unsolicited contact, though I didn't know who he was, dropping Catherine Burns' name. Catherine Burns, who's clearly involved in my case and my matter, which we'll talk about now, um, got the senior FBI officer taken off the case and put on Richard Hanson. Now, Richard Hanson is a gay man. If you do a search for Richard Hanson, the drum, he's on ABC government leftist TV, which is just as bad as the BBC and as much pro-pedophile as the BBC in England. He's on the ABC, the drum blog, calling for uh, decriminalization of heroin injection rooms in Victoria. And on the ABC, the drum profile page, it has a link to his personal blog, which has since been taken down after I saved everything on it, called domsrant.blogspot.com. And he's talking about going to parks and doing public gay sex crimes on there. He's talking about going to the KKK Club, the Kensington Club, which is a gay bathhouse in Sydney where they go to do orgies. And he you know, even, even said the entry fee, how cheap it was, only $16 to go to a gay orgy. <laughs>
2: and
1: he... he, he On his ABC bio, it says that he's a teacher. used to be a teacher. I researched him. He went to a small fishing village in Vietnam to be around the young boys in the middle of nowhere. It gets better. He's in the Inner City Legal Center, which is a special legal center which only serves the needs of gays, prostitutes, and gay prostitutes. They're ICLC on Twitter. And in their 2011 and 12 report, he is working on their staff as a gay activist. So officially, a a normal senior FOI officer was taken off the case, and a militant homosexual gay activist, civilian employee, was put in charge of the case. And on police letterhead and on the recorded phone conversation, he bragged about breaking the law and impersonating a sworn officer and cautioning me, which means you have the right to remain silent. Anything you do say, blah, 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 will be used against you. Which <laughs> is a breaking the law. And he used to operate the Twitter, account, Twitter accounts, uh, Richard M. Hansen and Mr. Liaccio on Twitter, who was very active as a left-wing nutjob, until he shut down his Twitter account when I exposed him because he was speaking on behalf of the police without the clearance to do so. Well, this guy on Letterhead threatened my father with legal action for associating with his own son. Okay? And the, mm-hmm. the, crime, the crime that I have a problem with, the crime I was accused of in 2007, Australia's rarest crime, Section 60C of the New South Wales Crimes Act, crime of obtaining true personal information on a law enforcement officer, crime of knowing a secret gay cop is gay or a victim of their persecution. A crime. The, law, law, the gay rights spokesman for the eco-socialist uh, and she was a former Communist Party member Lee Riannon, MLC now Federal Senator said at the law's inception in Hansard which is like C-SPAN that you have in America only recorded that this law will only provide a running cover for corrupt police but that was before gay police used it and the Greens Party dropped their own social justice warrior and human rights agenda in favour of with militant, for militant gays with guns who can accuse you of a crime of knowing they're gay. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on this because we're talking about Gary Burns, but there's an excellent interview with my father before he was gagged by legal proceedings, and he's sitting as a guest on the chat on the uh, talk show right now having a listen. And you can, On my YouTube channel, you can see an interview with me and my father in the interview section, which goes through this in minute detail. The whole 60C saga being accused of the rarest crime. And um, if you search 60C New South Wales Crimes Act Stormfront, you'll see um, me talking about Catherine Burns being corrupt before the mainstream media caught up with me and a massive uh, scandal came out about her doing dodgy search warrants, just like in my case, only this time against journalists and fellow police. So, yeah, this, this, we have a homosexual FOI officer who threatens my father with imminent legal action and tells me that I should go hand myself into the local embassy as a political refugee <laughs> on UNHCR letterhead, which you can see here. Link on. Okay? <coughs> okay. Git.ly uh, yeah, so, uh, Now, so... So my dad gets threatened by a queer civilian police employee with delusions of grandeur I'll be prosecuted. Now, why do I talk about 60C? Because 60C is an outlaw motorcycle gang law. In America, you say, see something, say something. What are you talking about with that? See
0: something, uh, say something. You know what? Actually, I don't. Recall ever even hearing that phrase? You tell me. Okay. <laughs> that, that's that no something? Plan. Well, I never we, I never heard that in, in America. Is that something you guys say in Australia?
1: No, no, no. It's your homeland security ads against terrorism from
0: that. Oh, uh, I, 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 yeah. really? Okay, I, okay, I see. Well, like I said, I don't watch television, so well, in <laughs> that,
2: that,
0: okay
1: also had a, a similar catch cry in Australia, which, which, which is more typically Australian. This page was since, has been since taken down from the New South Wales Police website, but it was Dobbin a Bikie. Dobbin a Bikie. Finger point at the bike. Okay? And we had outlaw motorcycle gangs laws Because we didn't get enough hardcore Muslim jihadi terrorist fear and, uh, and fear porn in Australia, we had to mm. demonise what it could... What the government had to have some fixture that they could demonise, and that fixture was outlaw motorcycle gangs. Every news story, every day, if they could tie in outlaw motorcycle gang member to it, they would. 18-year-old boys get drunk in a party, police call someone's an outlaw motorcycle gang suspect. I'm not joking. It's that every day, outlaw motorcycle gang this, outlaw motorcycle gang that. What's the solution? Give up your freedom for security. We're going to make crime of association laws based off the 19th century English consorting laws. Where if a person does a crime, their friends B and C go to jail as well for the crime of talking or associating with each other not even planning any criminal conspiracy, just just having any contact or any meeting or or going to the same barbecue. The first ever law introduced in any state parliament in Australia that was targeted towards the alleged activities of outlaw motorcycle gangs, because what is an outlaw motorcycle? You say you have the Patriot Act, right? We have outlaw motorcycle gang laws. You have uh, the John Rowan... Defence Authorisation Act we have outlaw motorcycle gang laws and the first one in this series of these outlaw motorcycle gang target legislation was 60C, New South Wales Crimes Act and I am the first person to publicly known to be accused of this law on earth but according to crime statistics, two people who got pinged with this law went to jail, did not leave the jail alive 100% death rate According to Corrective Services Department, which is a new age word for jail, jail J in American spelling or G in English spelling. I'm a, so, so, 66, so, were you, 66, were you, were you 66, actually
0: a member? Were you actually a member of a motorcycle gang? I don't have a tattoo on my body. What do you think? <laughs> I don't, right. If you did, it wouldn't be enough to, uh, in my opinion, to incriminate you, but. <laughs> but but then again... I, I, I'm
1: not, I am not a one percenter. I am a 0.000000. What's the Australian population? Um, 16 million. Two three people accused this law. Three over 23 million. What's the percentage of that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, more, I'm more exclusive than the one percenters. And they don't like me because of that, but I am the first person known to be publicly accused of the first bikey gang law. And, they, and, 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 and the 60 c Crimes Act, is the only legislation amended by the 2006 Gang Laws Bill. As a reality check to see if this guy is on delusions of grandeur like Gary Burns, let's verify this from the government's home page. You go to the Parliament of New South Wales homepage, right? This is right. also another interesting oddity. You've got New South Wales Parliament homepage. You go to bills on the bills tab, you know, it's a government, it's where they make the bills that become law. You go to then you choose all bills after 1997, and then you've got an alphabet, a big alphabet divider there, A to Z. You click on the letter C. You look at Crimes Amendments, in brackets, Police and Other Law Enforcement Officers Bill, 2002, and this is the only bill when it was introduced that was two years jail for the crime of knowing a secret gay cop is gay. Now it's five years jail because in 2006. We had the Cronulla riots when a bunch of Muslim guys bashed up a lifesaver and, well, there was pretty much the the regular folk went nuts and said, you're attacking our cultural icon, get the hell off. And, you know, the government organized a motorcade, a police escort of the motorcade to the beach to facilitate two days of race riots deliberately orchestrated so they could get their legislation, which has nothing to do um, with the race riot, it has everything to do with increasing police powers uh, and 60C was upgraded to make it five years jail. And the name of that bill, 2006 Gang Laws Bill. Now Michael Costa, the corrupt Rainbow Fabian Labour scumbag police minister at that time, said in Parliament, which you can read on the home page for the bill, the New South Wales Crime Commission has received intelligence reports that outlaw motorcycle gangs are building dossiers on police and their families. Have a guess how many bikies, based on this so-called police intelligence, have been arrested in the last decade and a half. Three? Accused of this law. (laughs) No, I don't count. The two people before me are not bikies as well for my investigation, because I've contacted all the bikies and reached out to them and said, look, this this, this can bring down bikie gang laws and so on and so forth. And, um, yeah, nobody... um, no bike, so that that improves the police intelligence, is false. So now, now with my scandal potentially breaking, they've now gone on to staged events with Muslim terrorists like the Sydney siege.
2: And Catherine right.
1: Burns tweeted 40 tweets in that event that she's linked to. Now, I did, I did a talk about this on Truth News Radio Australia, truthnews.com.au, but the OTO Satanists have launched legal action against Truth News because I made a small mention to them at the end, and yeah, working with Gary Burns to try and get that shut down. Little literal, literal, by David Bottrell, head of the OTO Satanic Cult. So we've talked about the 60C. Why, why did I bring it up? Because I was talking about this queer FOI officer threatening my father for the crime of associating his son the third generation of outlaw motorcycle gang laws in Australia which has been repealed because it's too draconian right is the New South Wales Criminal Organisation Control Bill 2010 or 11 from 2011 in that bill it says that bikey family members have the right to communicate with each other they're exempted okay? if you're in the same family you can't put control orders on the same family to stop the break up families and stop husbands and wives and brothers and sisters and what have you talking, if they're a bikey. So this, this faggot, homosexual police FOI officer who took over a case from a more senior officer, okay, with his bias and his threats, says that people who criticize gay police or pedophiles, like I do as an anti-pedophile activist, deserve less basic freedoms, than bikey criminal gangs, public enemy number one. You don't like child sex? You deserve less rights than anyone else on police letterhead from this queer. Which and I will send you the, um, not, I'll send you his cover letter from the FOI after the call. You might even want to put it on your blog just to show you this is real. So the police threatened my dad, right? And, you know, I, I just, I, I rubbed it into their faces that my dad, after my dad did this radio interview with me, that he said online on a cause's website, that a gay man is three times more likely to rape a child. The other thing he did is he linked to a truthnews.com.au podcast video on my YouTube channel, which is still there, under Ginger Gorman Puff Piece, where, where we have ABC left-wing pedo journalists giggling with gay baby rapists. Ginger Gorman is fresh chili on Twitter. And we're going to really talk about this case now, because... Uh, Gary Burns is not only suing my father, he's also suing John Sunhole for covering the truth about this event. So, and remember, so my, my, da- my dad is... Um, the OTO is also... In, my, da- my dad's being sued for linking to a Truth News video and talking about gays being three times more likely to rape children. Gary Burns is suing my dad for linking to a Truth News video. The OTO... Satanic cult is trying to say that truth news is bad and set legal precedents there, and they are suing truth news editors, Harold Fenton. You see the link here: the OTO satanic gay child sex cult and Gary Burns are on the same team, based on, based on, based on their, their targeted litigation. So, what happened? What was in this video my dad linked? What was in this video my dad linked to? Well. All it was, is it was Harold Fenton criticizing um, audio from this archive.org slash details. Two dads are better than one. Enter. That is not me saying that. That is the title of an ABC podcast done by Ginger Gorman, a Dutch Jew that was working in Holland when boylovers.net, a website based in Holland for gay pedophiles to coordinate and share child porn, was at its height. So she's a Dutch Jew in Holland working for state media. She comes back to Australia. One of the first people she interviews is a member of this Dutch Jew kingpin who was arrested, boylover.net website. And she giggled and praised them on that link. You can actually hear the audio of her giggling with baby rapists. And these gay, convicted gay baby rapists, Mark Newton, Jay Newton, and Peter Trong, looked them up on the BOP.gov, you know, prison inmate finer. These gay baby raping criminals said that Australia, Russia, and America are homophobic.
0: <laughs>
1: they are, they are homophobic. Why are they homophobic? They delayed their kidnapping of a Russian infant that was not of any biological relation to them with fake surrogacy papers. Okay? They were homophobic for not facilitating this child sex tour. They were also published gay marriage activists in the CSU Long Beach 49ers student newspapers saying how homophobic the Catholic and Christian churches were for not recognizing gay marriage. On my most popular video on my channel, it actually has annotations. It has annotations that you can see from that and a link to the source material, which is still online, tinyurl.com, ABC, plugs, pedos. Now, so all my dad is linked to a video from Truth News, okay? And he put the video online and said, "Mm, gay marriage indeed, dark underside, that's all he said. The queers come online and bathe him and attack him, right? And my dad goes, well, excuse me, you know, you're three times more likely to rate the child. Here's a link to the medical study in America, and here's my maths. You're 3% of the population, and you do 10, officially 10% of all the child rate, according to this mild study, but really it's more like 30%. So, therefore, you're 10 times more likely to be pedophiles. I t- emailed, when I was complaining about this Richard Hansen character, I emailed Gary Burns for the first time, right? The first time ever on his Gary, G A R R Y, Big Pond email address and the Anti Discrimination Board. They knew what my dad said six months before, three to six months before he was actually prosecuted. They did nothing, right? But then my dad crossed the red line. I told my dad about the persecution of this this guy who's being denied natural justice for the queers to fabricate case law. And my dad, just as as a friend, decided so to come along and see what's going on with this John Sunhol character I went to one of his case conferences. A week later, they, they, they begin the case against my father for the crime of linking to, uh, linking to the US Library of Congress PubMed website. So think of the implications of this. If they can stop medical doctors studying homosexuality as a disease that's harming our children, and prosecute doctors for doing just this is in Sweden, they have hate stats. You know, you can't say how many Muslim men are responsible for the massive 1400% increase in rape statistics because that's a hate fact. Now, you can't say anything is wrong with gay parenting, even if it's a catalyst for increasing child sexual abuse the Australian government has done, has done studies into the number of gays getting children. Recently, only recently did they first come to a conclusion 3% of the population is gay. In census, in census they only asked you who your partner is and their sex. So they only knew how many partnered gays there were in the Australian population. They never had the total gay percent until recently the total number, and also they were recording how many gay partnered people had children and how many gays had dependents. And every since the gay surrogacy became legal in in in, in this in, in the last decade, the number of gays with children has been growing exponentially. Every three to five years, exponential growth rate. So our society is changing now and these laws are coming in to make, as the change change of their homosexual lifestyle and and more gays with kids, the damage it's causing becomes more apparent. There is now a move to stifle dissent against the societal changes which are being caused. And that's where Gary Burns comes in. He's making a crime to dissent against pedophilia you can't say pedophile pedophilia is wrong because that vilifies the larger gay community
0: you hear what i'm saying yes i well, do and i'm thinking about my experiences in life the people that i've known who are gay how many of them started out i mean people say what they want to say but my own personal experiences but First thing, one of them ended up being molested by a parent, a father, an uncle, even an aunt. And then they end up doing this thing, and they start raising kids, and they're all nuts. Every single one of them that I know is like, uh, well, you know, I met them, a lot of them I met. I used to be in Alcoholics Anonymous, which, if you discover about Alcoholics Anonymous, was heavily influenced by Crowley and his book, The Diary of a Drug Fiend, and how they use this occult occult knowledge, and you see those coins with this triangle and the circle and all that. And this whole thing, they have now a lot of meetings, these gay, gay and lesbian meetings, and somehow this is all supposed to be real understanding and helpful for these folks. And it's turning out, the more and more one has any kind of life experience, regardless of what the experts say, It's one disaster after another. Of course, you had that that posted, two fathers are better than one. Well, I am a single father, and there are many people that uh, listen to the show who are single fathers, and they'll they'll argue, no, No, my son's better off just with his father. A father that has faith in Jesus Christ, that loves um, God and his only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, and loves my son enough to protect him from the wickedness of this world and would never do anything like what you're talking about, you know, as far as damaging my son in any way, yet they want to tell us that that's okay, but over and over and over again gay couples cause a great deal of damage, but they want us to think that it's okay it's not okay In fact, my experience with many – some people are very close to me, they're gay. They all, at some point, tried to do something with me, a straight man. Now, you have to get a point. You have to say, listen, this is perversion. This is wickedness. This is not right. This isn't about love and caring about people and being a decent human being. This is about acting like a perverted animal and just getting whatever you want. And it goes along with the New World Agenda. It goes along with the, the, all these things from the Fabian Socialists like Huxley in his Brave New World. They want to contaminate and pollute us all. They don't give a darn. And they'll use all these twisted, Confused people who think that somehow buggering someone is love. Because that's what it comes down to, folks. It's just absolute confusion of who a person is. And look it's just ramping up, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And you look at you yeah, have got it going on over in Australia, it being you yourself being criticized, decriminalized for simply speaking what turns out to be the truth. And it's happening in this country, too. Um, it's, it's just absolutely devastating because, you know, it's nothing good's going to happen from us. nothing. Uh, it's just one example after another of these folk. I mean, some of the most amoral, wicked people that I know who do absolutely terrible things beyond being gay are gay, are, are sodomites. History from the Old Testament on has been telling us that there's something seriously wrong with supporting this behavior. Now, is that hate speech? You know what? I don't really care at this point what you to call it. and Everybody else calls it. You know what? Truth usually is accused as being hate speech. And I'm just really, I think it's a very important issue that we talk about this because every week it ramps up. It keeps moving forward. It's confusing the youth. It's confusing your brother. People say, well, you know what, it's, we just need to be understanding. We need to allow people to be who they are. Do we Do we really need to uh, – what does that mean? Does that mean that the next step is just like you're saying, that these perverts are now legalized, legally uh, it's acceptable to uh, 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 sexualize a 4-year-old? You know what? I just talked to my neighbor. I'm going to tell you It's all over the place. I just talked to my neighbor who just found out, and he's another single father, so many of us. He found out that his ex, who was taking care of his, his daughter and son that are under four, both one's, uh, I think, two, the other one's three, was sexually molested by their uncle over and over again. Damage beyond belief. Is that okay, folks? Really? That's just one example. just found out where I'm moving that some pedophile, a couple houses down, was trying to uh, seduce kids along the railroad tracks. Is that okay? At what point do we say enough's enough? Well, not all gays are pedophiles. You know what? It really doesn't matter at this point. It really doesn't. The fact of the matter is, is that we're accepting and tolerating things that are against the word of God and against who we are. And it's just wrong, and that just makes me angry, because you know what? This is what they're offering. As they steal your money, as they steal your jobs, as they keep you from even owning property, it goes on and on. The only thing they're going to offer you – well. In the same old story, they're gonna over sexualize the populace, make it think it's okay that you can just bugger but and by the way, you just I, I put this in the same category as guys who are womanizers. I used to be a womanizer before I was you know i surrendered to the ward. I used to chase after women. Is that right? No, it's not it's just as bad. Is be, well, I don't know how it's bad, but it's not as bad as being a pedophile. But you know what I'm saying? It's perversion, it's corruption, it destroys societies, it destroys families, it destroys confidence, in people, it destroys everything that is right and good. And so, you know, I mean, it really bothers me deeply because I see the agenda now, what it really is, and, and I find it fascinating that the whole cr- Christian community won't deal with it. You know, these people say they believe in the Word of God and they believe uh, in, in Jesus Christ. And they believe and uh, doing was right, and the man and the woman. And you know what? And what is it, the importance of the family? And you know what? We just don't do a damn thing about anything. We're just going to lay down and surrender and say it's okay, and have a guy like you be chased out of his country and not, you know, and go through all this crud just because you spoke the truth about the fact that it is. Evil is a sin, it's unhealthy, it's perverse to be gay. And it does lead over and over again to more and more perversion, including pedophile and eventually, you know, uh, subjecting innocent children to absolute trauma, and uh, many of them, tens of thousands, if not millions, on a yearly basis throughout the world end up dead because of this. But we're not going to care about that. Who cares? It's homophobic. There's another, there's
1: another two yeah. points on, two points I want to make. Uh, one's from mine in my dad's defence, and the other from my for my father himself, and in his insights and his into his own defence in court. Um, first of all, we know Nambler and boy lovers exist. We can concede that, right?
0: You can see that? Yeah, well I hear about it. I don't know anybody.
1: I I and I and like Gary Burns, they talk about loving boys. So they're boy lovers, right? They want to have sex with children. And that exists. I mean, that is, that have been they have vast numbers. They've been infiltrated by the FBI previously. The same guy infiltrated the bikies and the mafia. was on YouTube talking about infiltrating Nambla and said it's the most dangerous criminal organization he's seen. We know boy lovers is real because they know their membership count and they only caught 3%. That was pretty pretty good of the police, though. Hey? But one of the ones who was, who, who, who was caught, who we just talked about, Martin Luther and Peter Tron, and my dad's accused of a crime of dissenting against these gay marriage activists, forcing their you-know-what through the anus of a Russian orphan that inspired the Russian democracy in the Duma to vote 444 to 0 which will, again, to stop further gays buying babies. And we'll talk about that soon, don't you worry, in more detail. So the, two, the first thing my dad said was, if gay marriage becomes law, which it has in your country, and it's about to turn mine, then... Any two male members of NAMBLA can say, we're gay dads, we're politically correct, we can do something we couldn't do before and parade our child rape victims down Main Street. Mm -hmm. My dad's point is two men of indeterminate sexual preference, i.e. possibly pedophiles, can get children. Now, we know that most pedophiles, unfortunately, are men. There are 20 percent are of male victims are abused by a woman. That's to give you the statistics. There's 80 percent more gay child rapers for boys than there are females, according to Bravehearts.org of, they use PDF on statistics. It also mm-hmm. shows that for every gay man alive, there's a greater number of boy rape victims that exist. And if you believe the rape of a child is equal to the crime of murder, then you may get into a dangerous territory. Of being extremists like me and believing two wrongs do make a right, and for the, and who, who do we need, Whose needs do we need to protect first? Those who are sodomites or those who are children? And if you side in favour of the children, well, you know, it it, just, it literally justifies hate crimes against homosexuals, as long as those hate <laughs> hate crimes end with finality. I can't say any more than that, or your show will be kicked off. But those comments were made in the interest of keeping children safe from child sexual abuse. So at um, that point he made that you know the, all members of NAMBLA are going to get kids now and buy them and adopt them and legally have custody of them, something that never happened before. 20 years ago, incestual gay dad's baby rape from two weeks old, orally at least, in, the, in this, these two men's case, didn't even exist. A new, class, a new class of rape has been created, a new class of heinous crime that never existed, has been create, created thanks to the gay adoption, gay surrogacy, gay parenting, gay filth movement, has made a new class of rape. But we can't say this new class of rape is wrong because it's hate speech to be against the rape of children. The other interesting point my dad made is once upon a time, he was a, a younger um, a 20-year-old, 20, 20 and he went to a boarding, boarding, boarding house, and some guy tried to come on to him. And thank God, he says, thank God, I was homophobic, and I ran, and I checked out the next next day. Imagine if it was in this day and age where, like, children in Australian schools are being forced to watch Gaby Baby, you know, this disgusting queer indoctrination film. Imagine if you'd stick around, you know, until until the poor child doesn't know what's wrong, what's happening, is sexually aroused. That's what it's about: eliminating head of, uh, homophobia. Is a key point to bringing down children's own natural born, God given self defense against these things. And if you can disable homophobia, and so you, can, you, can, you can trick the kids to stay around, just being friendly, it's no trouble, and then they're sexually around, and then they get abused, they get buggered, they get indoctrinated into this filth, and that's how gays recruit. That's why Gary Burns is online on Same Same saying, The young gay children are our future. Disgusting.
0: So, and you know, and then that, it's just it's just account after account after account of kids who go through this, and they're damaged for life. They don't have even if they even if they stay straight, and they end up getting married. I mean, I in my town, it's just there's there's hundreds, if you not know, thousands, of cases of uh, of uh, priests molesting young kids in my town. And then these guys and, and gals, they try to end up fun- trying to function normal, try to be in a healthy relationship with their spouse, and they can't do it. It ruins them. Okay. Well, it
1: absolutely
0: on ruins it. And, and, and it just goes on and on and on. And people say, well, this is okay. No, I mean, if we don't make, you know, if I guess we just don't care about anybody, do we? We just don't care, you know, if it's all right, you
1: know. I'll John just hold on a second we'll we'll call for you and just on the call. Okay. Well, John um, John, John
0: ready is John ready to talk? I, I want you to hey. talk to him since you you know better yes. how to oh, communicate with John and John, um, before
1: John talks I need to say a disclaimer. He's facing legal action and possible jail. He's the first person to have a restraining order against criticizing pedophiles and um I know I know you believe that Gary Burns is uh is uh you know <laughs> demonically possessed but in this call, John, as a disclaimer to protect you as a friend you can only say the whole truth, the truth and nothing but the truth because but the show if, is if about you are, truth if
0: you're, if you're a pedophile, you are a demon possessed
1: it's just simple yeah, as that well. yeah, of course, as simple as that but, uh, <laughs> John, only say what you can prove in a court of law that is factual that you have sources and evidence for and be, and, and think before you speak and I say this to you as a friend And uh, go forth and tell us about your persecution by Gary Burns and Henry Collinger. Uh,
2: Basically, it's too long. I can't go to all right now. But it started back in the 1990s, late 1990s when I was doing my Bachelor of Social Science in Sociology. I started started studying social activism and social social change with uh, homosexuals and the Greens at the University of Newcastle and also at TAFE. Henry Collier came in because I opposed some child pedophilia and child uh, molestation happening in the city game There's been money grow. I happened to know they had little kids walking down the street with men with no pants on. That made me angry. So I decided to, to search it out and check it out and hunt out. So I put forward a petition through one of the politicians in Newcastle, in the uh, Sydney. All the broke loose after that. Henry Collier the took me to the uh cat. or was added to time. I was, they told lies, they put me on. Then when Henry Collier died, he died in uh, thousand and ten. None of anything related to uh, attacking me, but through sickness, he had a heart attack. Gary Burns came in like a little ferret dog looking for something to uh, put on for himself. He told black lies, he made up false conducted evidence took me to court and put me through a whole host of things. Since then I've had 69 anti-discrimination complaints. I've had something like about 18 different court uh, court hearings at the New, New South Wales Civil Administration Tribunal. I had one case in the Supreme Court. I actually appealed in the Supreme Court in New South Wales. That came out in 2012. And a whole host of other, other issues. Luke's mm-hmm. rather has got a spreadsheet on which I did which I had. And spreadsheet spells out interest. Sixty-nine and discrimination cases, all frivolous and vexatious in about four or five years is ridiculous. It's a waste of public money, a waste, an abuse of the court, what I call perjury, pure open perjury and vexationist. And i was still going. I had a case even yesterday over at Andrew Sydney for an appeal. I had a senior, one of the senior law lecturers, and one of the Sydney University's professors in law, constitutional law, look at the case, plus also a senior QC, Queen's Councillor um, judge, which is in charge of the whole, whole state to do with the nation board. It's a whole host of issues. Rather than go into too much in-depth myself at the moment, I'd rather just answer questions which was asked because this could go out and I, and I don't want to don't hamper any of these cases coming. I don't want it even put out air which is going to actually uh, make it difficult for myself. Luke's correct about, about Gary being uh, mixed up with pornography now. I have no pure evidence for the courts and you've got to have solid evidence for that, to talk about that. Otherwise, you're going to be in big trouble. And what i do have evidence for, he's a black liar. He purposes himself before courts. Until it's open, straight out lies. And the courts in New South Wales are using a psycho to push forth the case law. Is that, is that OK?
1: Yeah, just, just an example of how insane... Um, they used John as a fixture to fabricate case law for um, homosexual vilification, but they just got these new tranny vilification laws and, you know, making it, making it a crime to, you know, for example, criticise mixed martial arts fighter Fallon Fox on American pay-per-view woman with a male body in XY chromosomes punching woman in the face for profit because that is not technically a woman because now you can choose your sex and the president of the New South Wales Anti Discrimination Board, Stefan Kurzakssan, who's an Armenian Turk who loves to hate Muslims, and got his mate Gary Burns to write a letter to the, Gary News, to the gay newspaper Sydney Star Observer calling for culling of Muslims below 1% in the Australian population. This clown is saying that you can be what you want to be, choose what you want to be, oh, yeah, and anyone can, uh, the laws regarding sex discrimination should be changed. So anyone can choose their sex on the court date, <laughs> which is which is just bizarre. I mean, I've exposed it on my blog, and um, you know, technically he could be a lesbian now if he if he wanted to say he was. But uh, what is happening uh, to fabricate case law for the tranny, tranny case law is that there was a recent case of Stevens versus Hancock, which was published, that got my attention, and the only newspaper to cover the story was the Daily Mail on Stevens v. Hancock. And one of them was a gay, cross-dressing man with AIDS who allegedly called his neighbour a fat tranny, a fat tranny. And the court said, if you apologise and make the problem go away and give us the case law we want to go after heterosexuals who criticise trannies, we'll fine you nothing. But if you don't do what we say and uh, agree with all these false allegations against you where, where he allegedly accused the neighbor of having AIDS but the gay man had AIDS himself and said why would I vilify someone for having AIDS which doesn't have AIDS when I've got AIDS myself the whole thing was a bloody farce <laughs> I mean that was covered in the in newspaper so they, they, they love to fabricate case law against small fry first and then they go after all the big fries. So when John's finished, we'll talk about all the big political candidates and media personalities that Gary Burns has sued or extorted money from. And there are quite a few. Gary Burns is a big player in uh, the political scene in Australia. But now that John's here, um, I have a question for you, John. Yes. Why do you think Gary Burns is picking on you. The local Newcastle newspaper says, you're no John Laws, you're no one special. Do you believe that he is using you to fabricate very dangerous precedents? Like the most, tell us about the most recent case, which you're appealing now, where you've been accused of the crime of only putting a link to my YouTube, most popular video on my YouTube channel, criticising Mark Newton and Peter Trong, using annotations on top of a video made by the state government broadcaster. And how, how you think it's odd they're setting a precedent every time a blogger links to a YouTube video, they must scan all 1,000 comments to make sure no comments are critical of those who are gay, who are self-admitted homosexuals before on government TV before they rape young children, and how the court is saying how... Um, you know, these men are not only um, homosexuals, they are gay as well. The spelling, the myth, the queers keep pushing a pedophile is a pedophile and a gay is a gay. And the court ruled same-sex child sex makes you gay and you must not vilify people who are gay even if they do same-sex child sex. Tell us about your most recent case you're fighting right now, just for linking to my YouTube channel. And the other thing you did is, uh, apart from your one-paragraph blog post, where you link to my YouTube channel, you also said, check out the Yawning Bread blog link. And I actually was the author of that for my email that you cut and paste. And the Yawning Bread blog link is the most famous gay activist in Singapore who's Alex Au. Check out his Wikipedia page where it says he opened the first gay orgy bathhouse in Singapore who's just been sued by the Singaporeese government for... uh, defaming the Prime Minister and scandalising the court and got a massive fine when he almost got jail, this gay criminal used the picture of Mark Newton, Peter Trong and their son Drake, captioned with their name, after they were arrested for child sexual abuse. So they were known pedophiles, arrested for child sexual abuse by this point, and he said... This is what we stand for. This is our happy gay family. Look into the eyes of that young boy that doesn't even look related to these two men that allegedly had the surrogacy arrangement to conceive him. And, 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 and who can say it's wrong that two, these two gay men bought this baby and this is the poster boy for the gay marriage movement and, you know, we... Um, this is this is why Section 377A of the Crimes Act in Singapore criminalising sodomy needs to be repealed. This this photo of this happy gay family, and this is why you know gay um, gay parenting and gay marriage should be lawful. Look at look at how happy they are. You know, with this boy being shipped around the world, including Singapore, to be raped. I mean, and this guy was confronted by Word. I complain on WordPress, and WordPress says you can't complain about these people breaking British and Australian law to identify rape victims. He's probably breaking Singapore's law too there to identify rape victims. And the journalist that covered the story, that broke, that, that took that photo was asking for photo credits from all the world news agency to take credit for, you know, not trying to normalise pedophilia. But what, what, what's your view on being persecuted for the crime of just linking and, and, how, and how absurd it is that the court says you are responsible for the YouTube description you didn't read because you have to expand it, and you are responsible for all the comments that you probably didn't read because you have to expand it on YouTube. that doesn't relate to the core content you link to, with all these angry Americans exercising their First Amendment right to criticize those who, rape, who plead guilty to rape of children who technically may not even be gay, who may just be two boy-lovers members who decided to cohabitate and get children. But the court has gone out and said, no, there's no proof there's gay. There's only proof that they rape children. But we say they're gay, and we're going to use homosexual vilification law to make it a crime to dissent against child sex because you can't be against child sex, the court says, because the court set believes child sex is... So wonderful, you're not even allowed to say it's wrong. It must is the holy of the most holy to the gays, the rape of the child. You must not vilify the holy act of sex with babies. What are your comments, John, on this? Uh,
2: my comments on that is basically I just I just take it right back from uh, back in the late 1990s when I put the complaint, the, put the petition into Michelle Bolte's parliament through Fred Nile about the the uh, homosexual money grant. I could pick it out at that time. When they have young kids marching down the main street of Sydney in the Oxford Street march with men with no pants on in the air. I just night. made a video
1: about it. They're forcing... Go- the Premier of
2: Queensland is attacking
1: the Education Minister of New South Wales for putting an order not to have schools play gaby baby to um, students for wear it purple. In my email today because I, I, two years ago I heard about Gaby Baby and I put it on my radar, I subscribed to their mailing list, I just got a picture of New South Wales gay police at Burwood Girls High School breaking the order from the education minister to, when all the students were forced to watch a video about a young boy who wears lipstick with gay dads who broke New South Wales law to procure a child through exploitation of cheap Southeast Asian women as one dollar an hour hookers to get this child, and they, this child's already wearing lipstick, talk wishing that he can cut off his cut off his God given anatomy so only his rear end is available for the rest of his life, and is marching down the street in the movie. And in the movie, the men aren't wearing shirts, but in real life as we've seen in the Toronto Gay Pride Parade and on the Mother Damnable blog, where she hasn't censored the image, they walk down the street naked. And Gary Burns is suing Bernard Gaynor, a Catholic activist, for the crime of criticising a gay man at the Toronto Pride Parade, wearing absolutely no clothes but shoes, with a Sony Handycam at his crotch level in front of an erect penis while he walks around shoving it in young boys' faces. And the Anti-Discrimination Board, along with Gary Burns, has already ruled, and NCAT, that you must not be against gay men with erect penises shoving their penises into young children's faces. This is real case law, real pedophilia normalisation by a perverted, corrupt court that seems to, that is clearly in cahoots with Gary Burns, and my father, as you know, has recused a judge having private meetings with him on a vote to two to one to get her and she may even lose her position in NCAT as a result. We'll talk about, we haven't finished talking about my dad's case. But I mean can you can you talk about what do you how do you feel that you cut and paste my email that I wrote, which is only about one paragraph and they're saying it's a crime to link. Do you understand the consequences to free speech? Anyone before putting a link on the internet has to make sure all comments either presently or possibly in the future on what they link into um, is supportive of gay parenting or you'll go to jail and tell us about what you think about the ruling how the court itself calls it an apprehended violence order to prevent you criticizing any acts of pedophilia in fact if you were to even comment in this call about the latest incident in thailand with two gay men breaking their wedding vows and you say look you know we should. Why can't we? Not even allowed to be against gay men breaking their vows to have sex with children because the court will say no. Gay marriage is inclusive of polygamous child sex, and you can't say that when that polygamous child sex happens wrong after after it happens after the gay marriage. You can't even say that's wrong. So the gays are saying gay marriage is not just two men loving each other. Now they're saying it's it's the it's the rape of children. You can't say it's wrong. What are your thoughts on this, John? I mean, you've got to be angry about what, they've done, what they're doing to you. Well, can, I, dad. can I say this? Can I say this?
2: What they're doing to me is what I expect. My, my undergrad degree was in social science and social change. I studied social activism in depth. But basically, what they're doing about me is what they do with all sorts of propaganda when they're there that way. They're using me as a guinea pig. And they, don't, they think I don't know what I'm doing. They just thought I didn't know what I was doing. I know exactly what I'm doing. Because of the fact that I'm one small bloke living in a city of of Australia called Newcastle, which is about 50, 150 kilometres north of Sydney, or 100 miles north of Sydney, they thought they'd get to me. But they didn't realise what I had behind me. They are using me as a guinea pig to set forth what you call a precedent, in law so they can get legislation passed very easily without going through the people. The people are not getting to say at all in this thing. They know nothing of it. But legislation is going through, through case law. If you understand what I mean by case law? Case law is when a court makes a decision and sets forth a law. And it's got to be a higher court that has to overturn it. Yeah, in the British system... I, in the British system, uh, it,
1: we, we go off precedent from case law where legislation is made for interpretation of the law is made from the bench. And, um, I mean, it's the same somewhat in America, but America is more statute law-based. And uh, the precedent that Gary Burns is creating and the court is creating will be about to be set unleashed on everyone else. And right now, I had the, the people, that I caught up the legal team at 2UE and I said, hey, You unleashed a monster settling with Gary Burns. And now, um, you know, in a a topic of the call, she found out I had a video on my YouTube channel, which is from what the 6BC Brisbane station, I think, or 4BC, I think it is. Yeah, 4BC. And that video was calling the two gay men that you criticized, John, that raped that Russian baby and made the Russian anti-gay laws come into existence. They called them disgusting gay dads. And she begged me to take my YouTube down or I'll do legal action. So, right now, the media is too afraid to call a gay child rapist an adult partner who's technically gay because they have an adult partner and they're a child rapist because they're being convicted of that. The media cannot even call a spade a spade and a gay child rapist a gay child rapist because of the precedence of Gary Burns, pedophilia normalization activist.
2: Oh, can I say this? Yeah, a lot further from Gary Burns. Gary Burns is only a pony, who's you're riding, for a group of other people who are far more seriously uh, corrupt. That's
1: politics. right. Gary Burns, is, Gary Burns is a mentally handicapped nutcase. Now, speaking of that, we have a psych report, which will be released later, but can you please tell us about the threats you received, the gay police threats that you received in court that you were asked to write an affidavit about and tell about Gary Byrne's mental screaming violent breakdown in court and him lunging at uh, a, a member of our legal team who's previously done it outside, but they couldn't get the security footage last time he did it. Tell him about what happened with that and how the court is trying to suppress evidence of that and the shocking thing it happened after his, his mental breakdown in court. This guy, this, 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 just, just to prove to everyone who's listening how the court, is, is basically scandalising itself, breaking the law, working with this mental patient who is clearly their puppet. Gary Burns is a puppet of the anti-discrimination board. They only came after my dad after my dad teed up with you and realised how you were being persecuted and just quietly came along to the court and sat in at one of your case conferences and would try to give evidence but was unable to do so. Would you want to tell us about... Tell about
2: the yeah, wobble. Oh, I don't mind going into that i went back to 2013, May 2013, I had a case. I couldn't go because was, uh, I had a mini-struggle, not real well. They made me have it from home, and I interviewed a psychologist, which Gary Burns had there, where Gary Burns has had a number of psychological psychological defaults, and he was not classed mentally real, real well. He's... Uh, He's he's, a prescient, depressant, and he's uh, obsessed. Obsessed. Very much so obsessed. Now, tripping forward a great little time, in June the 25th this year, when Robert Belzola, or the solicitor which I was using, Robert, I won't say his surname again, actually questioned him, and he couldn't answer it. He took a psycho in the court. He had a breakdown. He attacked the solicitor in front of me, in front of the... and it was only this we were asked to leave the room. Instead of what should have happened, they should have been adjourned, they should have called an ambulance and taken him off to a hospital to be assessed. They took him into the court, discussed it with him. He wanted to drop it. The magistrate didn't want to drop it. That kept the case going.
1: That, to me, is totally unacceptable. It's an ex-parte meeting and it's illegal, but tell us what happened when my... Uh uh, when you, when my dad, you, you exercised your right under law to get an audio transcript of the hearing you were involved in. That part was cut out. This part's
2: cut out. This shouldn't have been cut out.
1: So that's, that's a crime of the court itself, it's done the crime of destruction of evidence, assuming uh, by cutting it out. And if, if, well, if they can't make up with the full audio of Gary Burns having a private ex parte meeting that could get all the three judges recused, if, if it can't expose their judicial corruption, and release the tape, then the court is guilty of a criminal offence under the Crimes Act of destruction of evidence. Is that true? And, we're, and, and we're, the legal team, the legal team is going to the Supreme Court to get that tape, and it will be released. And uh, they have no right to edit it out. So that's the example of the judicial corruption. They've also, um, John, I heard you had a hearing, um, and uh, they changed the date around and uh, didn't list the nine o'clock hearing at all on the public internet. Case law court, court appearance list to allow Gary Burns to pretend that you didn't show up. Tell us about that. Hang
0: on a second, conference.
2: that wasn't a, a, that, a case conference. A different thing, situation than a hearing from a case conference. People on the radio on this podcast might not understand. A hearing is a hearing where you give evidence and normally has two or three uh, members sitting on the bench. A case conference is nothing like a hearing. It's a discussion of dates only. It doesn't talk about issues. This was a case conference for a couple, and I should have been there. I turned up at 12.30, and it was all over. Over, though Two case conferences for two complaints. For two complaints, I've got to go back in two weeks' time and, and go to a hearing, and I can't go and do that too much now because it hasn't come up.
1: Yeah, sub judice. I see you can't talk about it, but uh,
2: look, you uh, know. Issue. Well, look, you know, the thing uh, is, yeah. what I'm saying is, if I tell you that they've got a case conference, they didn't bring my solicitor and he didn't speak to either Payne, I should have been there myself. They shouldn't have told me lies. Yeah, and the, uh, the homosexual
1: uh, registrar, registering staff there at NCAT called Craig also made my dad's affidavit about Nancy Hennessy's. This will be brief, careful. Nancy Hennessy was seen in a room, a lo- in the courtroom alone with, uh, with Gary Burns. My dad swore on an affidavit. Now Gary Burns is trying to accuse my dad of perjury even after the judge recused herself because she didn't want to challenge my dad's affidavit when, when, oh, okay. when she had the chance. So they're, 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 they're making files go missing. And in the case of CAS versus Cal Life, they're saying you're not allowed to give your expert witnesses. Uh, that's when the gays are saying that AIDS is, a, is not a pre-existing medical illness. It's part of their gender identity. And therefore, all private health insurance companies must pay to keep gays who get AIDS by choosing to get the gift their, for, the, for, their, for their sexual act. Uh, and, all, and everyone's health insurance must rise and all gays must get um, free health care. The same happened with Obama in America. In 2008, at Obama's HRC speech, he said that we would bring, allow, change the immigration law so gays can bring in their male partners with the HIV AIDS virus into the American community and that Obamacare will keep them alive why the death panels let veterans die? Yeah,
2: I'm not sure about Obama. I'm not going to move this. I can't really answer that
1: one. Also, he said to, in that speech in the HRC YouTube channel, i backed it up. I, it's definitely not the traction here. He, Obama said, he, I'm also dear friends with Terence Bean, a man charged now with sex with a 15 year
2: old boy, in that video. Uh, and he flies away okay. from Oh, yeah, back back to I, a, can't, uh, make, I can't make comments on that because I didn't. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I have. I only make com- I'll only make comments on what I can make because this is going across to a number of people, and you're gonna have this if you don't. Well, but as for the as, as for the case when uh, when it was when uh, which as for the case of June the 5th, July the fifteenth, which Gary took the ber- breakdown in, I personally believe myself. I can't say more but I just personally believe myself. The case should have been put on uh, adjourned and then it was called, he should have been taken straight off to a hospital. So he, to be assessed.
1: Well, I, I heard that he actually physically lunged an act of violence for the second time against uh our solicitor. Did you did you see that? Yes it did. Sure it I did. I saw it openly.
2: what
1: what was whispered to you when he was sitting next to you in the courtroom, John? What what did you what did you say was whispered to when, when he, I heard that he whispered something to you in a courtroom, and please tell us about the date and time when he made that, uh, uttered the threat to you.
2: A- uh, July 15th, February, February the 3rd afternoon. He was just saying to me, he was he just saying to me, oh, I forget exactly what it was, but basically saying to me, you got any, this is not finished yet, or something like that.
1: And what, what, any, any, ref, remember the ref, any reference, I not want to leave the witness here, but... Um, well, I recorded the call the day after you told me when there was no leading, just to make sure, just, just for legal reasons, um, in case it's ever needed, and then you begged right now for David, about this under oath. What was said regarding gay police and yourself in a courtroom? Was there, anything, any, was there any comment made by Gary Burns about gay police and your, you under investigation by the police or the police will arrest you or anything, anything like that?
2: Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. He said it to me, not in the courtroom, but he said it to me very quietly, you, uh, you will be approached by the police and you have handle investigation.
1: So Gary Burns, uh, yeah, Gary Burns is claiming a whole bunch of people are under investigation when they're not. Uh, but Gary Burns previously has got criminal gay police to break Australian Privacy Act laws with a five-year jail sentence to release information about how many arrest warrants that I have against me, with the first one being ever fabricated by Gary Burns himself. Uh, which is a crime getting gay police to break the law and prove that they are not police, but criminal, homosexual militants with guns. Um, He's also done the same against Robert Balzoa, your lawyer, to uh, brag about him having a domestic with his wife in 2009 and putting it on his blog. That was privileged information from the police database, and it just shows you that the special gay sex police that are disobeying the education minister to indoctrinate the youth, that are in bed with, the, with the, the 14-year-old, 12-year-old boy, gay kidnapping front, 2010.org.au, the charity that Gary Burns extorts money for, we'll talk about later when we talk about him suing Jeff Kennett and other, other political candidates, demanding that they give money to this so-called charity that allows gay activists like Gary Burns, whose business partner who runs his website, Jeremy Smith, operates a rent-boy business, Brisbane gay escorts, and a gay massage business. And Gary Byrne's only political affiliation on his Facebook page is the now-defunct sex party, which is a front for brothels. And his, only, his second most influential friend, apart from a gay porn star on his Facebook private friends list, is Peter Thatchell, who writes letters to the UK uh, Guardian newspaper, look up Peter Thatchell on sex with children where he talks about Papua New Guinea tribal chiefs that have sex with their sons when they come from age, evil pagans, and he's constantly campaigning to lower the age of sex, consensual sex, below the age of 16 in England. And that's Gary Burns. And when Gary Gary Burns accuses me of, you know, puts an email of mine on his blog, he he edits out any link to the sex party or Peter Thatchell, which is forensically proven, with uh, evidence taken from his Facebook page that he ca- cannot deny in court. But he's even ashamed of linking himself to one of, to one of his 30 gay friends on Facebook. So this guy, Gary Burns, has many dubious connections with gay police, Catherine Burns, Deputy Commissioner at um, the, brothel, the brothel front, and um, he's like his business partners. Um, John, do you have the balls to talk about the Sparkles the Pony page, or you want me to explain that?
2: No, I could like say a little bit about it. I won't say too much about it because I'm I like only say what I know and what I what I know I can prove because I'm, this is a live podcast and to be anyone at all on this thing.
1: Yes. The other thing I'll
2: say too is if you want anything else from me, I've got a blog site, au.
1: And for legal reasons, John, don't link to this site because the courts don't link to this podcast because the courts already said it's a crime to link to something less harmless than this, which is just content made by the state media with annotations exposing the lies that the lesbian journalist Tara Meldrum-Hannah made where she distorted all the truth. You know, sex with a child since two weeks has become sex with less than two years and all these other alterations and omissions like the fact that they've published gay marriage activists before their arrest for raping children, showing that there is a link between gay marriage and those who want to rape children and get custody of children so they can rape them, i.e. all of Nambla and all of Boy Lovers. Um, Well,
2: I'll basically basically say this, Luke. You're quite correct. What the courts want to do, what what Burns wants to do Anything you link to on the internet, he wants to make you responsible for. Not only the links. He wants to make responsible for comments on another person's website, which is adverse to homosexuality, because you were linked to it. He's an open black liar. He purchases himself before the courts. He him. He does a lot of things of that nature.
1: Oh, but I can't, I, I, but I, I, I'll
2: take things. point. I'll give explicit
1: examples of that later. Don't you worry. Um, I'll give four examples, which are... Proven Last point, John. The last thing you want to attempt to talk about is your taxi licence and how uh, everything that happened with that, including uh, us breaking into Gary Burns' gang-stalking site with uh, Ben Smee and Putt where he published his emails to your old lawyer, Craig Olson, and um, you know, where he was publishing his emails to Donna Adney, leader of the New South Wales Special Gay Sex Police. Um, showing that the gay police are, are linked to his, act, his legal action against you. The, 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 these perverted police that uh, must be in charge of doing homosexuals bidding because uh, all, all normal police are too inferior, allegedly, to offer equal respect to homosexuality, people who are homosexual at least obey the law when they make a complaint. Well, got, the flip side is the gay police, we get biased homosexual police who are more than willing to break the law as Gary Burns has got them to do for him. I mean, I mean, I mean have, special gay police shouldn't exist in this world, especially in the modern day right now when there's so much of the gay filth is tolerated by the majority. We don't need special gay sex police these days, I don't think. We never should have had them in the first place.
2: OK, then well, I'll answer that with myself. My tax a is a different issue. Is a, driver's license,
1: a driver's license and a taxi license. Yeah, do, the, do the taxi license first, then talk about the driver's license.
2: No, I didn't take my driver's license. No, I tried to, tried the they tried, license. they tried to revoke the driver's tried. license. Yeah. Tell us about both cases. Well, what they did with my taxi license was they told lies. They deliberately had people get into my cab and tell lies, straight up and lies. And Gary Burns wrote a letter to Clover Moore, the Sydney Lord Mayor, and also to Gladys Majelkin, the uh, Ministry of Transport, telling them lies. And because the taxis are very uh, professional sort of the industry where they really want to know everything about you, and because other people can put in false complaints and you've got, to, you've got to justify the reason for those complaints, their lies were used against me. And because Gary would not accept the fact when the Ministry of Transport said, no, 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 he's done nothing wrong, Gary just wouldn't believe it. He just told lies. He injected Straight out lies to the Minister of Transport and said in court, "I'm not a fit and proper person." When I had a top psychologist told me I am fit and proper, so Gary was challenging authorities on a high level. But not only Gary, but there's well, other people. Was this with Duncan him. Gay?
1: Was this Duncan Gay the Minister of Transport? No, no, it was Gladys Jobin. Okay. And I like to interject. He's done this before. There was an ex-gay nurse. Um, called uh, Mr. Bryce, um, I remember his name, we'll come back to this, Adam Price is his name, Adam Price, uh, an ex-gay nurse, wrote a letter to the University of um, Aubrey and uh, saying, I'm I'm an ex-gay, I have found Christ, it is a choice, it is horrible, I am so glad I'm away from the drug culture and the filth, exactly the same as John Sunhol said, coming from the mouth of a former gay, and next, next day, there's a story in the um, newspaper in Aubrey saying, gay activist wants cash from school, right next to a summary of, of Mr. Price's letter saying the headline, world of sex and drugs. And Gary Burns uh, wasn't happy with his anti-discrimination board complaint, so he repeated what he did to John Sunhal, and he got all the gays, especially in America... To a lot because he wrote letters to Obama criticizing homosexuality. He got all the global gays, you search for this, and they got him, his nursing license suspended for six months, but eventually got his job back. And he's saying, he doesn't like gays. He may want to turn off gays' life support. He may be a gay mass murderer. And speaking of gay mass murderer, he went on a conspiracy theory about a grinder mass murder Murderer, and he was talk, talking all this filth to the investigate officer in charge investigating a murder, Detective Inspector Mamolo, who's been entrusted to investigate the Sydney siege. Critical incidents response, he's so senior. And this senior police officer says that Gary Burns, words to the effect is a deranged psychopath, okay? And then Catherine Burns, the same woman that got Gary Burns to begin his gang-stalking of me in 2009 to defend the special gay police, and both of these two people are on the BeatProject.org, Gay Public Sex and Children's Park Liberation site. Both Catherine Burns and Gary Burns are on there. She, Catherine Burns ordered him, the senior detective, one of the most senior people in the state, to apologize to this mentally handicapped psycho, psycho gay gang stalker. And just after we exposed link, links of him, him to pedophilia... Um, which, is, you know, which is desperately trying to get censored from the internet with all sorts of DMCA takedowns and all sorts of other filth like that. He's just fabricated a death threat today, written in, written in his best friend's in Queensland's left-hand writing, uh, Jeremy Smith, who's his webmaster, and he's claiming that a guy called John Abbott did it, and the death threat has got all these mafia stormfront uh, phrases taken from the stormfront website in it, john abbott's got never had any connection to any white supremacist movement whatsoever he's a men's rights activist and it's complete black lies and perjury and yet gary burns is naming the police inspector that's allegedly going to arrest john abbott for the death threat that him and his mates made so he's got a false victim mentality and he's claiming that he can't come on to a bunch of 16 year old boys at Marks park in bondi trying to have sex with some young boys and uh you know, he's uh, then he, then they said he tried to throw him off the cliff. I did some research. That's actually a different gay man story that's been in the paper. I'd like to see if he's given any real evidence of, of this actually happening that can be verified, rather than just him piggybacking off someone else's story that was already in the gay community, pretending to be a victim as well. Gary Burns has a false victimhood mentality, and um, yet he runs around stalking people. He said he said that. On, him and his associates said on the internet, "Kiss your wife and child goodbye." To kiss something goodbye is to lose, and if you've lost your wife and child, you've survived them and they're dead. So, I mean, and he's saying him and his, 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 his associate Barry Druitt Barlow, who's moved to America, New Jersey, who runs a massive business harvesting U.S. women's white women's eggs and then sh- through premier egg donors and shipping them down to Southeast Asia. And he's made an infomercial broadcast on Sky Channel 192 Information TV called The Parrot Makers, which is a documentary about selling baby flesh. And one of his two sons, born nine months apart, uh, or nine years apart, I mean, uh, because one of the sons was, you know, the egg, a single cell child, was split in half, and then put on, put on the other half of the child was put on ice. The other half, the other twin, put on ice. He gets the after his. Uh, his son was thawed nine years later and then put into a surrogate, and has been born. And is now seven years old. He gets he gets, he gets his kid to say his product that he paid for to sell itself and say, "I'm glad I don't have a mother." And men who do sodomy sex are better than normal heterosexual dads. I'm glad he gets his kid to say that in episode three of the Parent Makers. Well, he's linked to Gary Burns, and that son of a expletive deleted is going around the Internet contacting all all of my dad's business associates on LinkedIn and all of his family relatives on Twitter saying that, watch this man around your kids, Jeffrey McKee, rapes children. And he's like installing my father and calling my father a rapist, and the court's saying it's not relevant. Well, if it's not relevant that Gary Burns' proven associates linked to him right now on his Twitter account, because he made a new Twitter account, G-A-R-R-Y Burns, using his real name instead of his fake name, G-A-R-Y Burns, when he was using the account linked to his Twitter account to send death threats to our lawyers, he decided to follow all his old friends from his email. And one of his friends he followed was Barry Gerrit Barlow from his email. I'm going to use the Twitter feature to find all your old email friends. But he swore under oath in court he doesn't know the man. And the court says it's not relevant that Gary Byrne's friends is saying everyone that he's at war with is effing children. So maybe it won't be relevant to my dad's case if I look up all the figures involved in the anti-discrimination board and contact all their relatives and say they rape children too. Because they've already set the precedent that, you know, if you're suing some of the anti-discrimination board, you're allowed to harass everyone and say they're pedophiles. So Gary and his friends are constantly talking about child sex. Yet they say if you criticise their Love of child sex. You're obsessed with it, and you're the kitty fiddler. And they're going around always when it's not necessary. If Gary Burns knew who I was from the email I read out that the Bulletin Post he made earlier, he's talking about young boys loving anal sex even before he knew who what I was. Because he's a paedophile, and he doesn't sue anyone for. Um, he, he just, he's just just out there to normalise paedophilia and make everyone, he successfully made the mainstream media afraid to criticise pedophilia, and soon everyone will be afraid to to criticise pedophilia because either Gary Burns or the OTO will sue you, and they're suing people right now. So is there anything else you want to add, John, about this this matter?
2: Yeah, I'll just finish it off for saying, I've been mixed with this, this, excuse me, saying this shit, I don't explain at all, but I use that, use that language. That's all it is. shit. this garbage. Excellent. It.
0: It's got scat- it
2: all- logical filth. That's something political. Hang on a sec. I'll oh, say this garbage. Since 2005 with Henry Collier, and then before that, I was mixed with it with my studies and that. Gary Burns took over from Henry Collier. He could see an opportunity, he died, but he grabbed it. And. He's a black liar. He told straight up open, conjectured lies. He purges himself before court. I can't say anything about child the pedophilia because I don't really know a lot. Luke might know more than me. I'll let Luke talk about that. But basically, what I'm going to say is the courts are using him as a bunny to set case law. dance bunny. And, and I don't like case law being set because it's. Setting for legislation which should be owned done through Parliament, not to unelected lawyers and courts. And basically, I'm just a, a giddy goat for it. As from a tax authority, I had people tell lies about tax authority. I had people decide I didn't need tax authority. They wrote to the, the um, transport minister Gladys Spigelman. They wrote to Clavermore, the Sydney Lord Mayor, and she was also at the same time the member for Blurry set of lying, she's a member of one of Gary's one of Gary's seat in the electorate.
1: And his and his employer previously admitted on council letterhead that I was on my blog, which I will be re hosted shortly.
2: Yep. So basically I don't mind doing any dish. I'm quite happy doing it is I've talked to anyone, anyone but anything?
1: Here yeah you have free speech to speak the truth or the truth as you see it. And and, and some people deserve to be vilified and some people deserve to be discriminated against. The third point I was going to say earlier about the, the idea that my dad should be using in his defense is in South Australia, we had a gay man who was recruited in the politically correct male in preschool recruitment drive to rec- recruit effeminate males to work in preschools. He sexually abused 18 boy babies there was massive public outrage and my dad even sent me a link to the story before his name was, before his name was given uh, and the case was unsuppressed. He worked in a local preschool and he went to Camp Horizons VA and he was personal friends on Facebook with the manager of Camp Horizons in America, uh, John Hall, which is his real name, not his, uh, the name he uses, Christopher or something, I don't know. Um, Real friends with this guy. I've actually talked to the guy myself on the phone, which is very interesting. And the Australian police did, federal police did contact him. Um, he's, uh, he was in the Big Brothers Big Sisters organization that uh, Gary Burns is affiliated with. And NCAT ruled that a doctor who leads that organization that was doing young boy anal asshole inspections um, and was deemed unfit to practise medicine or have a working with children's clearance by the doctors and the New South Wales Guardian, they overruled. It means sleeping in beds with young boys with no pants and inspecting their anus. I think at that for no no medical reason that makes you unfit to be a doctor. And multiple children were making allegations, but no, they gave him a working with children preschool pass uh, regardless. And uh, even the Daily Telegraph newspaper is criticising Ncat as being a paedophile front. Uh, for um, giving out these working of the children passes to people who have had convictions for child sexual abuse on the judge's belief from, that they won't offend again. And uh, this is just disgusting. So... It's uh, corruption. It is just total, total corruption. And it's a, that's the a Daily Telegraph criticising that, and that's why I picked it up from. But I also saw myself viewing the case law that came up in the same category as, uh, as our cases, I was, I was aware of it before the newspaper, but I mean this, this filth is just absolute filth this is a pedophilia normalization court. they say they 're not a court, so they the constitution uh, that restricts a court suppressing political free speech doesn 't apply to them. yet, John, you fear being jailed for contempt of court, and tell us about the new offense of serious Homosexual vilification, in, instant jail—that they tried against you many times. The DPP, which is the Department of Pu- Public Prosecutions, or what the Americans would know as the DA, has refused all 30 complaints from the Anti-Discrimination Board for serious vilification under the Act, and you were some of those cases they refused. And now, for political reasons, they've picked—they've picked a Muslim guy and then and, and, and got the mainstream news to say oh the DPP is not respecting the anti discrimination board let's all hate on this muslim so even though even though the guy probably deserves it they're using it him for the political precedent to jail people for also homosexual vilification that comes under the same umbrella you know so we'll get we'll get the unpopular muslim guy and then then we can finally jail john Sunhol. tell us about that the, the uh, serious serious effect if you look at yeah.
2: Back in 2011, Gary first tried that. What did he did was He he brought forth a false complaint saying that I was going to kill all gays. Put that on his own website, and he told the I mean, and he told the anti Board, which put it through eventually to the Attorney General. He wrote letters to the Attorney, State Attorney General, and he tried to get the DPP to the SPO to pick up the police. Called time they in in Sydney for court to a court hearing. And also in Newcastle who tried to get a restraining orders against me. I managed to delete that because mate, if get to an Australian order, mate, the
1: oldest, yeah. You defeated, you yeah. defeated, you defeated the one with the gay police. Is that correct? You defeated that one too.
2: Yes, I did.
1: It- oh, good. I, I, I was um, saying, to say I was mistaken. I said earlier that they, that, that they got that one. So you're saying after the judge in Waverly called Gary Burns, well, what did the judge in Waverly call Gary Burns? Because I'm not going to lead you. I said it earlier in the call before you hear. What did the judge in Waverly when he, when he did a personal domestic violence order application and bragged about it on his Facebook page? Um, what was the result of that case, John? What did the, what
2: did the judge say? The magistrate—he was, was a magistrate, he wasn't a judge. Yeah. What he said was, "This man, Gary Burns, is a vexatious liar," and he—and I find him four thousand five eight hundred dollars to pay the job. And guess what, John? My dad—my dad actually has the
1: court papers from that now, so there's no theres no—no—no no, no detraction. A judge called him a vexatious liar. We have the court papers. It's proven. And, then what do the gay, and, and and who does the gay police believe? The judge or a homosexual child sex normalisation activist? Tell us what happened next.
2: Uh, the homosexual police believe uh, Gary Burns. And the, this, is, this is the local court which works, off the balance, works on beyond reasonable doubt. But we're talking about NUCAT. NUCAT is a civil court hearing, civil tribunal, New South Wales civil administrative tribunals. They work on... Of all things, the evidence comes from what the person says. That was actually said in court a few days ago with me and I heard it being said out there. The evidence comes from what a person says and you have to prove that person wrong. And when, when you that do
1: when wrong. you do that they don't want to accept your perjury motions against them. We've got Gary Burns for like five counts of perjury now and rising. I will go through them later once you leave. My dad, there's one we already mentioned, which is I don't know Barry Druitt Barlow, and we believe that Barry Druitt Barlow, this gay millionaire, is paying for his K&L Gates lawyers to use against Bernard Gaynor and everyone else because those lawyers don't come cheap. And what, 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 what law firm will work pro bono for a gay activist nut job who has uh, been bankrupted for not paying the four and a half grand he owes you and the seven and a half grand he owes a police officer that got sentenced to three months jail uh, community service for telling a gay man arrested in a tranny bar for stealing grog that he was rooting a bloke, which was Bridget Fell, a violent criminal tranny who almost downed British airline flights BA009 on the way back from the sex change. And listeners can actually see that story in the mainstream News Corp Daily Telegraph newspaper entitled, That Ain't No Way to Treat a Lady and I would say lady in double quotes, or lady boy. And Gary Burns, is about, Gary Burns is talking about Bridget Fell on the BEAT Project public sex liberation website, which also has meetings with the Anti-Discrimination Board and it's in their annual report. You know, it's disgusting filth. I mean, it's a criminal organization, the, anti-discri- um, the Anti-Discrimination Board, because they admit in their annual report they partnered with B Project and Reverend Fred Niles went to government, went to Hansard, asked the Attorney General: Is gay public park effing in children's parks uh, still a crime? And the Attorney General said, Yes. We're not, we don't have no plans to decriminalise that. So it's, it's an organization, if an organisation advocates crime, it is a criminal organisation, and they have criminal organisation. They have, they have laws to stop you associating with criminal organisations so if any member of Gary Burns Community Action Against Homophobia or Beat Project meet each other they should instantly be arrested because the anti the bikie gang laws don't discriminate against just bikies there's no reference to bikies in the actual bill so um, yeah the Anti-Discrimination Board all the judges who have private meetings with Gary Burns and CWA and the Beat Project people as they admit in their annual report should be arrested as domestic
2: terrorists I believe Oh, i agree with you. I know the big project. So I've done my studies and done my work and drug and out of work. Big project's part of that big project
0: I do like. it's, it's uh totally hey, it's uh
2: gentlemen. Gentlemen,
0: okay, gentlemen This is Michael. Yeah. Okay. I wanna I, I yeah. read something here, uh, from Guest4. It says, um you probably already seen this yourself, uh, Luke, but I'll read it anyways. <clears throat> how do you pronounce your little your uh jerko? does anybody pronounce
1: it? I'm going to come inside and have a look at the chat window. and What's happening?
0: jerko, or something like that. Is that what you're thinking? Um, Ojirko, does anybody pronounce it? H O it, 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 it means It means Aussie Luke in Korean. Oh, oh, Aussie Luke, okay. Uh You have a strong story that will help many. Thank you for sharing with us. When I was a when I was a young eight-year-old, I had a gay man try to block me in a public bathroom and a park. I only escaped because someone came in the front door. Where I work, gay men will openly talk about going to bathhouses in San Diego, California. Anyways, it seems to be an epidemic problem, gentlemen, throughout the whole world, uh, it's not just yours. It's in every town, in every city, throughout the whole world. And um, we do have to make a stand. We have to protect our kids from this. We have to protect our children from this deception, this perversion, it's deliberate, and it's global and it's satanic to its course But I, I know. I know. I told you I'd give you four hours, but I, I hope you can forgive me. Uh, I've Pretty much worn out I've been moving and trying to sort out things and doing juggling so much stuff right now, okay i i i I'm worn out it's twelve yeah. three a m so I want you to do uh, do your closing comments here and uh we only have twenty minutes anyway, so that's right, okay, so we've got twenty minutes to wind it down now uh yeah let us yeah, do it. Let's, let's try let's try to do it more than let's try to do it in less than twenty minutes so I can uh,
1: okay. Well, i will wind it down saying this is just the tip of the iceberg. We've still got the details on my dad's case. Here is a list of a quick bullet form list, orally spoken, of all the other people that Gary Burns has persecuted and a short blurb about each one of them to let you know we'll talk what we'll talk about in the next podcast. Do you think you've got the guts to... To see how he's leveraging this law, his case law he's made to come after all the big players in politics and media and celebrities and persecute them too. This one little gay activist who's a mental patient who loves pedophilia and sex with young boys is literally, uh, him, him, he's been disowned by his own gay community but worshipped by the Satanists. Worship by the legal establishment, the people who love to worship the uh, the black wear black robes to worship Saturn. Um, so, so we'll just go through that, okay? Is there any closing words you want to say, John? First,
2: yeah, basically, I've got a blog site. Of John Sunol, J O H N S U N O L dot blogspot dot com I put my stuff on. And the other thing I'll say is, anyone, whenever wants to talk to me about any of these issues you please feel free to contact me or leave it in any way. I don't mind talking. Or go to my blog spot, read but I write. But okay. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't mind talking about this as long as we stick with impacts and as long as I don't go on a hate crusade, which we're not doing, we're just showing people the truth. I believe that people need to know what's happening in the world. And I also believe, just to finish it off, this is part of Agenda 21 of the coming new world order, and it's a worldwide situation. It's not just America, not just Australia, not just Europe, it's the whole world through different groups within power. And I believe that needs to be looked at. Is that okay? Yep, that's good.
1: Okay, so let's, let's just list all the other victims. We've got a, a lo- latest one is a local government counsellor in Victoria, Christine Sitt, S I N D T. She has a website and a Facebook page. Um, Gary Burns is accusing her of threatening to kill gays, which never happened. The guy is a delusional lunatic. He has sent emails to her extorting $5,000 before any legal action was covered. And in the research link, she was sent. Um, the, local, the left-wing councillors are trying to use Gary Burns' complaint to even unseat her before the complaint's even been posted to the Anti-Discrimination Board, which is a big scandal in itself and the local politics. And the ABC knew that Gary Burns was on the internet threatening to rape, sodomise and murder Russian anti-pedophile activists of Occupy Petersburg by name, as proven on my YouTube channel, forensically. He's using the same Google Plus account right now that he used to threaten to rape, murder, and woman, uh, and sodomize them too. Uh, And then he he said, after saying her name and saying that she deserves to be raped and murdered, he added another post, I am prepared to go to Russia and be arrested for the gay cause. Um, Anyway, uh, so he's he's been reported to the police for criminal acts of extortion, and he's using his New South Wales police to protect him. Uh, ABC's edited my audio complaining about him threatening to rape woman, and they're saying that I threatened to rape ABC woman. and I've got my calls recorded at my end here, which is against the law to do in Australia under the Listening Devices Act, unless you're in my case and you have gay police-sanctioned death threats sent to your family home, which we haven't covered yet because it's such a big, long, 10-year-running ten-year, saga. There's so many details, it's hard to get everything down in chronological order. So Christine Schnitt uh, had made a Facebook post. She put gay marriage and pedophiles in England um, being arrested in the same paragraph when the local Nationals Farmers Party member became the only national politician to publicly support gay marriage, uh, which didn't end very well for him. Um, so that's Christine Snipp, uh, the victim of extortion, of threats, and has reported Gary to the police for serious crime. Uh, Jeff Kennett, the a pre, a former premier and head of the anti-depression charity, which Gary Burns should respect because he claims that he's depressed himself because he claims that his own brother was gay-raped to death, um, yet he's a pedophile activist. Surprise, surprise, or maybe just a pretend story, we think. Uh, he, Gary Burns demanded, in the gay newspaper, it's public, Jeff Kennett refuses to apologise, same, same.com, com. dot you, uh, $20,000 to be given to that 2010 gay boy kidnapping charity affiliated with New South Wales Police because Jeff Kennett dare say a gay man who admits in court proceedings providing gay porn and alcohol to minus that he's a trainer for in the local AFL football club, Um, Jeff Kennett said, such a man shouldn't be volunteering to only work as a masseuse to get his grubby hands on sweaty young boys at the football club. And Gary Burns and every high school student in Victoria studying Oxford University Press, Commerce and the Law. Chapter 10, Sport and the Law. Sport and the Law have to study this case of Ken Campnolio versus Bonnie Doon Football Club Limited where he was arguing the child's sexual organs and the child's body is not property of the parents to see who has access to it as they see fit. The child's sexual organs belong to the state and the gay marriage activist must see it. And because he didn't have legal representation, the queer judge, or the BCAT judge in Victoria said, well, if you had legal representation, maybe you could have won. But he lost with costs, thank God. Um, And so Jeff, because of that case, and he also came out, this Ken Cantinolio guy, came out as gay because he was trying to get free cash from the local rural fire service because allegedly he was given a Barbie doll at a Christmas party 10 years earlier. It sounds batshit crazy, but it is case law. So that's why the former Premier of Victoria, Jeff Kennett, was sued for saying a gay man and Gary Byrne's former friend, Penny Sharp, MLC, gave this gay man a top 25 gay activist award in conjunction with the same same website who took down his tribute page recently when I pointed out the case law about the gay porn and alcohol to minors. When he invites these young boys to his house, Ken Campnolio, Gary Byrne's friend, is now running an art school drawing paintings of young boys at the lake. And because he admits he's being bisexual, he's also driving around in his mobile art school seeing young girls on his Facebook page and without clearance to work with children and probably a subject of another police investigation. That's another Gary Burns pedophile associate. That's Jeff Kennett. Um, He sued John Laws twice over the Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, which is a talk show host. And he also sued John Laws for criticizing Gary Burns himself, and for he's also sued the footy show, which is uh, on Channel 9. Uh, he sued both footy shows, actually both football codes, AFL and Rugby League, uh, because they made this joke about Andrew Johns being gay, uh, Elton John or something. Elton John. They made fun of Elton John, a gay dad, baby buyer. <coughs> uh, who else has he sued? he sued? Big one he's suing and persecuting with over 20 complaints, is bernardgainer.com.au, Bernard Gaynor, uh, he was a Bob Catter Party candidate, just like Tess Corbett. And Gary Burns, being political, uh, sued Bob Catter and forced him to apologise. Then he sued two of his candidates, Tess Corbett and Bernard Gaynor. Bernard Gaynor, we talked about before, one of his complaints, he says, you must not criticise gay men walking down the street with no clothes and the penis cam in front of young boys' faces. You, the court ruled you can't say it's wrong. That, that is occurring, even though the world news, even in Asia, in Cantonese, the, the Christian news website in Hong Kong is even covering that. But God forbid we can't cover the same news in Australia. Um, and Bernard Gaynor also criticised Gary Byrne's Facebook friend, Peter Thatchell, we talked about. So there's a whole bunch of complaints, and he also criticized the persecution of Tess Corbett in his blog post, uh, NCAT decision or whatever protects pedophilia. Bernard Gaynor's blog also covers my father's case of, of a judge or magistrate, Nancy Hennessy, being recused for having private meetings with a gay child sex normalization activist, proving beyond all reasonable doubt that the court and Gary Burns are linked and Gary Burns is, in fact, a proxy of the political thought crime court that targets all right-wing Christian and uh, child safety values. Tess Corbett's crime is the crime of saying, I support the law. I support Section 25 of the Victorian Equal Opportunities Act, That's what Cat uses for prosecuting people for homosexual discrimination. In Victoria, they don't have homosexual vilification or victimisation yet. They only have discrimination. That's an exemption that allows gay marriage activists. There's also a sporting exemption too that that was used in the uh, case um, that was brought forwards by um, Ken Campnolia. But there's an exemption that says that stops gay men going to preschools and saying, I do anal sodomy sex and I want to see your preschoolers naked. Knock, knock, let me in. There's a law to say you have the lawful right to tell such a queer to rack off and be a lawful target of discrimination because the law was made in a slightly earlier era in the 1990s when the general public and the body politic believed the link in between, the causal link between homosexuality and pedophilia. And no politician wanted to make a law to enable pedophilia. That's why the exemption existed. Tess Corbett's crime is saying when ambushed by Gary Burns' gay reporter friend in the Hamilton n- newspaper, put on the spot with a microphone shoved in her face, what do you think about Rainbow Labor's new push to try and allow more gays into preschools? Will you be conservative and support the existing law or will you, um, will you, will you capitulate? And she says, I don't want gays or pedophiles teaching in my preschool. That is her crime. She's about to be jailed literally jailed right now for contempt of court, depending on a ruling. The case has already been heard, and it's a delayed, what you call a reserved decision, which means we don't want to tell you to your face if you're innocent or guilty. We want the police to come in the middle of the night and arrest you. Uh, The OTO in Victoria has jailed people for religious vilification of a satanic cult. The court has said that OTO and the teachings of Aleister Crowley, which you and I have both talked about, in his, his book, A Diary of a Drug Fiend, Magic and Theory and, and Practice, and the Book of the Law, all talk about the rape of children. And they say that the religion of gay child rape and boy murder is honorable and you must not say it's wrong. They, you can look up the case of Viviane Legg and Dyson Divine Jailed. And they also sued uh, uh, Dr. Rena Nicholson, who I've been in contact with, of suing everyone, including Truth News, that's linked to my dad, And any more cases of celebrities involved, um, that's just what I can think of off the top of my head. You've got the male ex-gay nurse who's been sued. We talked about... There's literally hundreds of cases. And the last one I'll end with is a funny one, is that a a gay-loving celebrity that supports gay marriage up the kazoo thought he could get away with a joke when the Sydney Swans beat Hawthorne. He got two Lego men... Wearing the painted on the colours of each football team, and on his Instagram he put the picture of one Lego man upright wearing the Hawthorne colours and one Lego man that has no anus and no penis, it's just a Lego man, it has no anatomy because it's a toy made for three-year-olds, bending down. Gary Burns accused this man of uh, putting images of... Uh, Lego men doing sodomy sex. I don't think you can do sodomy sex without uh, penises. He said, he said it's homophobic to even talk about homosexual sex acts. You can't say what we said earlier about what they're doing with their, their penises and other people's species. You're not allowed to talk about sodomy because even saying that gay people do sodomy is a hate crime. He extorted money from this celebrity in the anti-discrimination board, and even the queers disowned him for doing that. He's gone after football, football, uh, swimming, swimming champions who run a run a race and said, "Suck on that, faggots." Female swimming champs is, is, is sued. He's sued every every celebrity he can think of, and he's enabled by the state to make everyone always support homosexuality all the time, or go to jail for thought crimes. This, this guy is just prolific and. Him and his his establishment need to be shut down and this is coming to America because yesterday a Christian court registrar was jailed for refusing to do a gay marriage and Gary Byrne's friend, Gay Dads on Twitter, which we'll talk about next time in his baby trafficking operations, was the first gay man to sue a church for not doing a gay marriage. He sued the Church of England, Barry Drew Barlow versus the Church of England, And uh, I've got exclusive dirt on him we'll talk about next time. But this this man is a part of an international pedophile cabal. He has sponsorship from an international pedophile cabal. He is working with the OTO. He's working with illegal establishments. And he's working with the gay police sect. And he's also working with the gay Jewish sect, a left.org.au, Michael Barnett syndicates every one of his press release, and he's the head of that organization. He threatens to sue Jews, Muslims, and Christians, and yet he's got, a, he's got a recent fascination with young Muslim groups. He follows all their young Muslim associations on their Facebook page when he tries to inspire acts of terror, and Bernard Gaynor had to move house because he was trying to get young Muslims to kill him, and Jihad Bernard Gaynor... And Bernard Gaynor's speaking partner at the Reclaim Australia, Australia uh, rally, Larry Pick- Pickering, was a f- subject to a, a, an ASIO official certified Muslim assassination plot that's even been covered by the mainstream news. So Gary Burns and his court are a queer criminal gang and should be treated like the terrorists against free speech. And the last thing I'll end with is Columbia University Global Free Speech Project. Remember, even they. Have singled out Gary Burns versus John Sunhole, who we heard today, that case having global consequences against free speech. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Well, well what do you think? Uh, well, gentlemen, it's probably going to hang up on us in about uh, well, two minutes. So, um, But, anyways, uh, I don't know what to say except that uh, obviously it was a message that needed to be heard. And we are up against a really satanic evil system. Anybody who doubts that our Heavenly Father has allowed the the prince of this world to rule Satan, God's allowing it. He's passing judgment on us all. You better get right with God. You better get right with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You better start believing, and you better make your decision which side you're going to be on, whether you like to hear that or not. That's the way it goes. That is reality. And you if you do not make a decision, if you don't make it a choice, uh Satan and his minions will make it for you. So get right with God, do what's right before God. Um start these, support these men in, and uh we'll probably have you on again. Probably uh, pretty soon. Um it is an important issue. Regardless of the consequences, whatever happens to us, we still have to stand for what is right. And, uh, you know, there's children, there's God's children out there that need to be protected, and um, we need to care. We need to care about our own kids and about our relatives, relatives' kids, our community's kids. Who cares if they feel that they're being persecuted? Who cares? It's more important that we protect our kids, our families, our loved ones, our communities, our world—way <laughs> outweigh, outweighs them completely. So, uh, with that, gentlemen, we are going to end this because it's going to probably die on us, most likely within a few seconds. So, uh, thank you. And uh, with that,
2: folks, I say thank you. Ah, uh, that's finished. He's actually hung up.
1: He he got, he got he got hung up on because there's a limit I think. Oh, it's still online. Well, it's a very no, good it's show. It's a very good show. I've got a YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash h o j u r u k u. And um, yeah, this this evil is organized. And if you really care, try and troll these institutions like NCAT NSW on Twitter. Gary Burns blog with two R's and no discrim no n o d i s c o i m which is the account of the anti discrimination board that is busy praising bruce jenner the cross dresser who calls himself a transsexual even though he calls himself a woman even though he has a penis well thank you very much
2: and uh, i'm going to hang up now okay thank you very much All right